was the Friday before Christmas. And all through the house, three drunk idiots trying to podcast while soused. Because, fuck it. There's nothing else to do this time of year. Oh, Santa Claus is coming. <coughs> hey, it's Russ Mortemcast, you miss us. Oh. I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourselves. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Ducky? Hold on! Look at his place! Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Roast Morton Podcast. I'm Tom Saltman. I'm Travis Lee. I'm Cody McCann. And welcome to the Roast Mortem Holiday Special. Jangle Janks, Janky Janks, Janky, I'm a dang. Yeah, that. Yeah, dog. Woo! Good time. Tom Holiday good. Special. Why is it special, Tom? Oh, it's special because we're counting down. Are we? Yes, we are. We are picking ten people to roast tonight. All of these people have died on the 17th of their century. Yeah, because like said, doing just 2017, we, there's a whole bunch of idiots in the past. 17th year of their century, right? Yes, the 17th year. Uh-huh. Yeah, like blank, blank, 17. In the year XX17. Yeah, this shit idiot, idiot, stupid idiot died. Death date. Very important. I did some of my research on a birth date in XX17. Shit's not allowed. Had to go back to the drawing board for that. Done goofed. Done goofed. Fucked up. Yep, so that's the theme tonight, but before we get into that, how's everyone's week going? I'll tell you how my week was. My week sucked because all the idiots with their dumb requests come through towards the end of the year. Like, 4.50 before everyone leaves for the evening. That's how they do it. They're like, hey, Marge, can you uh, send over that thing to Cody? So this is all the video work that you're doing. Yes, this is the video assistant work I do. And I had a request to get five seconds of footage under 100 kilobytes. What? Yeah, huh? like that doesn't, you can't fold a piece of paper 20 times. Yeah, I just would have sent them, okay, buenos noches. Yeah. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Feliz yeah. noche. So essentially they were asking me to like get all this video footage of, it was for Girl Scouts, I'll say that. It was like a Girl Scouts Dude, footage Dude, do you get thing. free tagalogs? No, I do not you get free, free tagalogs. But it was, it was so insane that this request even came through. And I also had to explain to people... That there was a difference between slow motion and super speed. Yeah. yeah. You go fast, you go slow, the different things you gotta do. Yeah, so they captured it like 24 frames per second and asked me to slow it down. And they're like, why isn't it fluid? Why can't... Some people are the dumb, mysterious! You need to capture like 100 frames per second. Frame rates, dogs. Frame the fuck rates. Very important. So that's how I spent like the the tail of my fucking professional stint. What'd you do, Tom? Oh, I, I didn't do dick this week. You didn't good, do dick? Good for well, you. Well, I, I worked on the game. Yeah. Nice. Oh, well, you didn't you didn't do any Christmas shipping? Uh, no, actually, shipping. I have... Okay, I'm going to recommend that any listener does this with their family. A couple of years ago, my mom was just like, fuck presents. It's a lot of pressure. So we don't give presents anymore. Instead, we'll do like a charity thing. So like, if I wanted... If it was like, Tom, I want to buy you a present. You'd be like, no, you should donate to Dogs Learning English. Dot com. Dot yeah. com. Dot gov, excuse me. Dot gov. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. It's more of like a, hey, I don't want shit. We don't gift anymore. It's fantastic. Oh, you gift. It's just to... We buy shit for ourselves all year round. Do you really need something from someone else? 
at the end of the year when you have everything you need? Yeah. Dude, I need things from people. Like, Give me all the gifts. All I right. want five pounds of roast beef, a hundred boiled eggs. Come on, Tom. Where Why? is A hundred boiled eggs? <laughs> yeah, dog. All right, let's move on. Sure. What are we doing? You want to roll right into this? Yeah, let's jump right into the top ten idiots that died on the 17th boy. 17th year of a particular century. Right, so Cody, you have the first one up? I'm the first one up. We're starting way, 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 way back in history. Where are we starting, Cody? We're starting at 217 BCE. Travis, tell the people what BCE stands for. Before Common Error, idiots. We all learned BC, but it's before Common Error. Before Christ. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, dog! Uh, same thing, essentially. Christmas exists. You can't talk me down oh, from this Oh, fuck, one. it is Christmas. Oh. I can't be a science boy. Yeah. I gotta... Learn that <laughs> no, religion happens. No science on Christmas. No science no. on Christmas. That's a rule. <laughs> There's no science. Christ was born. The Grinch had a large dick. Santa's gonna fucking Alex Mack down your chimney. Alex Mack comes up a fucking shit ton in our She's podcast. a slippery bitch! That's why! Yeah, she's rough. Yeah, Although, like, if she was my girlfriend, we'd be wet all day together. Dude, Travis, I'm, if I'm she was my girlfriend, luggage. If I'm she sensing was, luggage. If she was my girlfriend, I might be questionably gay, because she would be in my ass all the time. Why do you think that? Because he likes diarrhea. Silver well, metallic I don't know. Diarrhea. It just might be weird. So, Cody, who's the first person on our boy? So 217 BCE. You, kinda, you can kind of think of that as like negative 217. The year negative 217. So that's 2,200 years About ago. Boot that. Yeah, thank you. It's a long ass time ago. And yeah. we have the one, the only, Gaius Flaminius Nepos. <laughs> Not... Gay flaming nipples. That's exactly Gaius what I was thinking. Flaminius nepos. Gay uh, flaming nipples. No, Gaius flaminius nepos. Travis, you're on me. Yeah, his name is Gaius flaming nipples. God yeah. damn it! <laughs> getting strong armed by you fucks. So tell me about gay flaming nipples. He was one impatient Roman boy. I'm 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 gonna leave you there with that for right now. Ooh. Mm, I like impatience in anyone I if, talk to. If your nipples aren't fire, you might be a little bit, you know. And impatient. You want to get get those nipples out. They're flaming. Yeah, I like that. Flaming hard. It's like kind of like calm your tits, right? Calm your tits. Calm your tits. Calm your they tits. are on fire. Mr. Gaius Flaminius Nepos. So let's do a little research. You know what a praetor is? A praetor? Yeah, it's a Roman word. Is it's that like, how a uh, a um a doidoy would say preacher? No, but maybe that shares roots. I'm a son of a preacher, man. Yeah, that. I was born in a barn. Eat a lot of chocolate. <laughs> gonna die as a preacher, man. Son of a preacher. Man. I don't know. Um, and he was King much, Swiss Miss. <laughs> I'm a Swiss yeah. Miss. Pretty much, you're a multi politician for the Roman government. You hold more than one office, so you're like a multi tool. Right. So you uh, you're in charge of sanitation. So not only are your nipples flaming, they're also gay. Yes, thank you. So he's essentially the praetor of Sicily. He's sent from Rome to. Like, kind of make sure the Sicilians aren't getting too uppity with any of the rebellions. And he actually has imperial powers to quell rebellions and solve any judicial disputes on the island of Sicily. And you think, like, that's a little totalitarian, you know? You know, Like, somebody steps in and has, like, the power to do it. But he actually rides the line pretty well. You so know he, I mean? he's, like, he's Sicily's health inspector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does such a good job that he's sent back to Rome when his job is done. With a shitload of grain. Like the Sicilians were like, great job running us. Semolina. Yeah. Cody, I feel like there's like a common tread running through all your fucking people. Mainly two of those people. Just trading fucking rice and grain. Yeah. You're oh, rice and grain a boy. Of, a lot of carbohydrates. You're like the, your carbo boy. Carbo loaded. So the entire amount is quote unquote 
one million measures of grain to bring back to Rome. At two asses per measure, as a sign of respect <laughs> of Flaminius. Oh. So, ass-drawn carts of just grain going back into Rome as a gift because of this guy did a, such a good managerial job. Can wow. we just measure things in assloads no. now, yes. please? What, now on. what else would a Roman measure things by? You know, assloads. A buttload is a legitimate measurement. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? I, yes. I forget what it is off the top of my head. It's archaic can... as fuck. But yes. I think it's uh... a buttload is real. Oh my god! You can measure things in a buttload, and it would be science. So he brought so much like food back into his like Roman, you know, headquarters that Rome actually extended the religious festival, you know, the Roman games, aka the Ludi Romani, in his honor. Is that the one with the ham? Oh no, that's 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 Spain. Yeah. So this guy did such a good job doing, uh, you know, a boring judiciary job that he was sent back to his, you know, home with a bunch of. Food to like make a surplus for his people. Mm. He yells where he gets impatient as fuck. Mm. Just tapping his foot, waiting for a, a million ass loads to come yeah. onto a ship. I need one million grains of ass. One million grains of ass. Come on. Where, 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 where we going to put? 223 BCE. Territory conflict with the Gauls. Ooh, and Gauls. at the time. Gaius Flaminius Nepos runs as Novus Homo for Senate. No, Wait, homo. Novus Homo? Wait. Novus Homo for Senate. So Dude! This guy is a lot running against it's, him. It's Roman, Travis! Boy, Travis, it's homo. Roman! Fuck off, it's Roman! Uh. Do as the Romans do. Well, you know what the Romans did? They stole a lot from the Greeks. And you know what the Greeks did? They banged ass. A Dude. shit ton of them. <laughs> All right, so big boy pants. Let's be mature. What do you think Novus Homo means? No homo, dog. It means new. Right. <laughs> it's pretty good. It means it means new homo. Yeah, it means new man. Yeah, no, new new homo. New homo Sexual. sapien. Which is fine. Yeah, well, it's all good. It's great. It's Fucking look, Roman times sound awesome. I'm a modern man. You shouldn't have to run for that position. If you're a new homo, just be yourself. Mm. Do it, dude. Do no. you. No, it means new man, a.k.a. your bloodline or lineage has never held Senate before. So mm. oh. Senate in air quotes. Yes, yeah, so essentially, what do you... What are you doing over there? Why <laughs> Senate in air quotes? What's dude? with these air quotes? Because I'm just saying he's he went to Senate. Wink, wink. Oh, you mean Congress? Wink, wink. No, nah, I mean fucking gay as <laughs> the flaming homo, uh, Flaminius. <laughs> dude, fucking do you right? Just do you. I knew this would happen. <laughs> Novus homo. Essentially, you yourself or none of your fathers have run for Roman Senate, which means you're like the ultimate underdog. The people will have no idea who you are. <laughs> yeah. Everyone should run for something. Sure, we can say that. Run from your past. Uh, he wins. He wins as his novus homo. So he was like Rudy. Yeah, he gets in there, he wins. But the thing is, some negative auspices, a.k.a. superstitious fuckery, happened at the time of his election. Priests noted ominous flocks of birds plagued the initial elections. Dude, I hate when ominous flocks of birds are fucking... Grilling me doing all shit. day, all day. I'm walking around the city. Fucking pigeons are staring at me. Do I have a problem? They're st yeah, because you no, keep they have the you keep bread Travis. in your front pockets. Oh, that's true. I got fucking endless pockets. I like an en endless bread bowl of pockets. Travis your, likes your pants croutons. are like Olive Garden, dude. I, I endless breadsticks, salads in the back. Yeah, I wish parachute pants still were fashionable because I could wear them and stuff them full of bread. Cody, what is this man doing now? Ominous flock of birds. First omen, not good. Uh, a river that flowed through Piscinium, Italy, inexplicably ran red, just for a period of time. You know, 
the entire river just changed color. It was that time of month. Just to red. And the third freak occurrence is a second and third moon were spotted in the sky over Rome. Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, so Roman people were like, wow. There's usually one of those things. And now there's, oh, there's three. Two. Oh, no, there's three now. Yeah. So most yeah. likely thing is they got were, drunk and fucking saw three moons. Or some kind of cosmological low orbit event was happening, like a shooting star was going off above the Oh, city. my. So well, keep in mind. All there clearly pe- weren't three moons in the Roman sky. All people night. did back then was stare at the sky for an hour before they went to bed. Oh, yeah. That's their Netflix, dude. Yeah, man. Still free. Dude, what's playing? Third season of the moon. It's sick. But also, I'm going to explain the ominous bird syndrome. Do it. You can't bring back that much grain with having birds not pay attention to it all willy-nilly. Fucking rational Mm. mind over here, Tom. I like that. He's probably walking around up to his collar with just grains. And birds are like, hey, I like that. That's free, right? So we got birds being assholes, rivers turning red, and moons showing up in the fucking sky when they're not supposed to. Mm. This all happens... After he gets elected, so Roman leadership is like, yeah, hold, hold on, <laughs> Flaminius, we gotta talk. Just, shit's going down really quickly, and we, we want you to come back. Come back to HQ really quickly. Get back to Rome. Whatever you do, do not exercise any imperial power or give executive orders. The river under with marinari. Yep, that's mm. all I got. I don't know. Flaminius was all like, "What's that? I can't hear you. I can't hear your petty cowardice over my battalion's continuous war march." Hmm. And, like, you know, also the sounds of, like, metal on cranium. He was, like, fighting. Ooh. He was fighting fucking Hannibal, right? Uh, uh, not just yet. Like, mm. that's where he has his downfall. We're gonna, we're gonna, oh, we're, okay. we're on about his, his upbringings. I can't wait for the elephants. So, like, all this natural fuckery goes down, scares the Roman Senate. The Roman Senate's like, yo, Flaminius, come back. And he's like, no, no, I'm fighting people for you. Flaminius engages with the Gauls. Hey, go out there, chase birds. There's a lot of birds in 12 Days <laughs> of Christmas. Like, I think like one through four are just birds, right? A partridge in a pear tree. Two turtle doves. I would be pissed if someone got me a partridge in a pear tree. Three friends. Fucking garbage. So he's tangling with these gulls. <clears throat> yeah, coughing at the microphone. And during the initial skirmish, no thanks to Flaminius himself, some of the frontline soldiers are noticing the gulls' sword. Gulls's? Ew. The Gulls' swords are That's right. bending when they strike the Roman swords. So he wasn't doing dick. Because if you're in combat, you're not really looking. He was like in a, uh, he was in a Pope-mobile. No, no, no. These are the frontline soldiers noticing when they guard the Gull, like, sword strikes. The Gull swords are bending a little bit. The Gulls have bitch-ass yeah. bronze swords. The Gulls were using softer metals in their infantry swords. And that's... Never a good idea when you're when you're up against the Roman army. No, Romans kind of did it right for a long ass time. The front line took it upon themselves to distribute spears amongst themselves, in addition to their standard issue short swords. The front line then focused their attacks on the Gauls' swords, not the Gauls themselves, but they actually used the spears to strike the Gauls' weak ass soft swords. That's a tongue twister. And when they saw like the Gauls' swords were like sufficiently dented up. They dropped the spears, and everyone went on, like, a stabby frenzy. And, of course, the Romans won, because their swords weren't bent like bitches. It's always fun to just stab people that are running away from you. So this victory really cannot be attributed to Flaminius, because the enemy was just ill-equipped, essentially, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, dog. Yeah. I remember I punched a fifth grader in the face when I was in sixth grade. Now, <laughs> did your fist or did his face dent? Which one dented? Point being is that he was ill-equipped. <laughs> he was he was a punk-ass bitch. Yeah. Fucking punk, bitch! Tom wrecked that kid! I wrecked that ass. Yeah. What? <laughs> Polybius, a Greek historian, mocked Flaminius's tactical maneuvers during this time. Flaminius decided to make his stand at the riverbank. You don't do that. Yeah, stupid. You wouldn't cross the river to make your stand. You would stay on your side of the river and defend that, picking people off as they were coming across the river. Oh, yeah, you got yeah, the river yeah. in front of you. <laughs> he went across the river to make his stand. So if he ever got pushed back, he would be pushed back into right. the water. That's like, hey, Michael Phelps, you're a bitch. You just fucking did all this fucking swimming, right? It's just like, man. And then he like gets out of the water and you just sock him in the face. Yeah, back like, into the pool. There you go. Yeah. Back in the pool. <laughs> back get... into the pool and nobody saves him. Yeah. So go eat your chicken nuggets. Yeah, I could probably beat up Michael Phelps. Also, it could have been really hot out that day. The saying goes, splish splash, I've been taking a bath. Wetter is better. Yes. Suck my whole dick. <laughs> I can't remember which Christ product that catchphrase was for. <laughs> it was for splish splash. That was the original Nathan slogan. <laughs> Gaius Flaminius Nepos returns home to a mixed reception because A, he did win. B, it wasn't his reason for winning. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't the reason it was won. And C, he did all this fighting against Roman leadership advice. You know what I mean? The leadership was like, come back here. All these, like, nasty auspices, a.k.a. freaks of nature, are upsetting the priests and oracles. We don't want you fighting. And he's like, nah, I'm fighting. Nah, doing it, Doug. But he does do it. He does do it good and win. And his victory... Yeah, you know, comes home to mixed reception. It does enable him to later become censure of Roma, of Roma, mm. of Rome. Roma, essentially, same thing. That allowed him to make found a circus and a road, which Dude. were named Circus Flaminius and Via Flaminia. That's like a life goal. I want to have a circus named after me. That's a good thing. Name the road after him too. So how this cocksucker die? This cocksucker died at the hands of fucking cannibal. You mean Hannibal? Hannibal, 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 yeah. So this is his second wartime experience. It's with Hannibal, and you know, Hannibal's a badass, pretty much. Cross the ass with elephants. Wasn't lying about that, Doug. Yeah, so essentially, for whatever reason, nature acts up again as he's going out, and some like weird auspices happen, and Rome HQ's like, oh, yo, you gotta come back. And he's like, no, fuck that, I'm already here fighting, you know what I mean? Like, I'm already fighting Hannibal. And his wartime council, essentially, like, his peers around him, his lieutenants, I would assume, is what you, the equivalent would be. We're telling him, let's wait. You have your friend Cerverus over the hills, and he's he will be here in like a few days. He can be legitimate reinforcements. We can double our forces if you wait Dude, just two sunsets. Gaius Flaming Nipples just wanted to Gaius stick Flaming. his dick in Hannibal. That's what he wanted to do, right? Probably by dick mate. Sword, sword, maybe? Yeah, yeah a sure. hard, firm sword. Hard, firm sword. Had some veins. A nice plunger. Did, didn't get dented like that fucking gall bullshit. No, no. Dude, he was going more than four hours. True. But Mr. Impatient Boy's like, fuck that, we're going in. He's terrorizing the countryside. We're going to save fair maidens and shit. His impatience led him directly into Hannibal's ambush, where Flaminius and 15,000 of his brethren were slaughtered by Hannibal's forces. Oh! Bum, 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 bum. And <laughs> I found this pretty interesting. During the aftermath, Hannibal sent a search party to look for 
your boy Fluminius. Never showed up. Oh, he, so he, he ran away with Jim Carrey. No, no, he probably died right then and there, but they were looking for his body because like Hannibal liked giving his opponents fair. Yeah, burial, but like, but burials. no one had an Instagram back then, so nope. all all the field searchers they didn't know what he looked. Didn't like. exist. Didn't exist. It uh, wasn't grammed. Didn't exist. Flaming nipples, zero selfie. Hashtag flaming nips emoji. And that wraps up Gaius Flaminius Nepos. Hold your chuckles. And I'm putting him on notice because he's an impatient motherfucker. Him and his team could have won if they just waited one or two days. On the right side of the river. On, yeah. Yeah. And he was also a tactical stooge in the military division. And he got lucky once. Everyone loved him. You know where he wasn't a stooge? And then Hannibal put a dingus up his butt. As a grain collector. Dude, he was a he was like grain simulator like fucking five thousand. Yeah, grain simulator two seven seventeen two two one seven negative like two that. one seven. That guy, all right. Um, yeah, he sucks. We're gonna fast forward four hundred years. Shit. Whoa. Oh. So now we're in two hundred and seventeen CE. Same so. year on the other side of Christ. Yeah. After Jebus, Merry Christmas. Jebus died. Merry and, Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas. Jebus died. But the Roman Empire is still there. They had a long they, run, didn't they're, they? They're around today. Did you know that? Really? Kinda. The, Rome? Yeah. Well, well Rome, Rome is still there. there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Fuck yeah, you. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna do Caracalla. Caracalla? He sounds like a fruit salad. Sounds like a disease. A little cauliflower boy. That's ah. all I'm gonna say. But uh, he was one of the worst Roman emperors ever to exist. By whose metric? By most people's. He's by, just a shit fucking dude. By common sense's metric. Yeah. Originally, he had joint sovereignty with his father, Septimus Severus. Sounds like a Harry Potter character. Yeah. But that's... I had a Severus, too, in mine. Yeah, right. Um, so he was, he was ruling with his father. He marries the daughter of Gaius. Whoa. Oh, another, another Gaius. Gaius. Gaius Plantinius. And his daughter was uh, Flavula Plantinius. Right? A lot of sure. fucking weird words. I don't know. You did the research what? on this one, baby. Why yeah. don't you Plants. think anyone's named Gaius anymore? Oh, well, there is a Gaius. And we've gone over this before. Gaius Fiedius oh. is, is <laughs> <got> the, <laughs> the immortal one, Gaius Fiedius. Welcome to Flavortown. Welcome to Bleach Sauce. Welcome to sunglasses on the back of your head. Welcome to old muscle cars. Welcome to the real fucking century, boys. Mm, Trump's America. Yeah. He is the real Gaius. He is the donkey sauce. The sauces. timeless Gaius. So he was married to this person for three years, absolutely hated this bitch, right? So he's an emperor. What does he do? He uh, goes to her, her, her father and uh, says, hey, I'm going to convict you of treason. Daddy-in-law? Yeah, little daddy-in-law. Didn't like that daddy-in-law. Fucking, you're treasonous. Fucking might have rigged the, might have rigged the fucking uh, trial a little bit. That's ridiculous because he's like, you get treason... And you get the fact I plow your daughter. Yeah, that's a double whammy. Listen, your daughter doesn't like vaginal sex because back then it was flipped. Roman, they were really into the butt stuff. Roman, <laughs> he liked pink. Merry Christmas. She liked stink. Yeah, of course oh, she likes. Oh yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, it's Roman times. Yeah, backwards. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so his her dad dies because you know he fucking said it was treason. Then he banishes his wife, and. She met a swift end somewhere on the edges of the Roman Empire. While on campaign in Caledonia, if you don't know what Caledonia, that's Scotland, pretty oh. much. Oh, cool. 
Yeah. The new Scotland. Learn something. Yeah. Uh, Rome, Rome, had, Rome had expanded its territory. Hadrian's Wall. There's a fucking wall that's still there right now. You mean like Trump's glorious wall that's hey, definitely going up? It's the original Trump's wall of, of fucking Rome. Okay. Right? He's like fucking... Well, I guess it's kind of backwards because they were south. They were like, well, keep all those Scottish out. And they're making a little bit too much noise. Trying to take our jobs. Is this is this Trump with the Scots or is this? Well, tr- yeah, Trump I guess, doesn't like the Scots. Well, either. Trump with the Scots doesn't like because he tried to build a fucking stupid jerk off fucking yeah golf course. Golf course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so both of these people do. Oh. But anyway, he's in a campaign in Caledonia. His father Septimus dies, and in his place, Caracalla's younger brother Geta fills his shoes. So it's like a joint. It's a joint emperor. Two brothers, two brothers, one one oh nation under the empire. It's just two of us. I got a wall going up. My brother's got a wall. I build them. My brother sells them. You can't beat that combination. <laughs> it's two brothers' walls. The Roman emperor happened. I don't know. Papa John's. People hate that, us. That, that, Papa John's is Italian, Oh, speaking right? of current events, though, when People it comes to Papa us. John's, you know Papa John just stepped down as CEO of Papa John's? Oh, oh no. yeah. Oh, yeah. When does Bo take over? Tomorrow. Oh, fuck. Bo uh, is going to be the new CEO? Uh, first quarter. Oh, fuck, yeah. That's not true at all, but... No, no, you, no, Papa you, John's actually it. out. I oh, don't know who okay. the new CEO is. I was going to say, you interrupted us. No, no, it's friend. real. That's real news. Okay. Totally real. Don't know who's stepping in to not, be CEO of Papa Jones. Asterisk, not fake news. So his brother is fucking, him and his brother have joint emperorship of the Roman Roman Empire. And on their way back, they get in a little bit of feud, right? They're like, hey, who's going to control the empire? Who's really going to have fucking... Who has their nuts in it? Bigger Listen, dick. I want you to sit on my lap because I've been sitting on your lap for a month and a half. A lot of lap sitting. A lot of laps. <laughs> yeah, brotherly laps. <laughs> brotherly laps. Things get a little bit heated. Right? They get arguing a little bit. Yeah, brother heat. Right. They're like, ah, and they're at one point, at one brothers point. Brothers in heat. Brothers in heat. Wow. It's a good motion picture. At one point, they're thinking about splitting the Roman Empire in two. Which is kind of funny because that's what happens eventually. There's so they like were the, ahead of their time. Yeah, they're a little ahead of their time. But their mom was like, "Yo, keep it consolidated because you know we're all family here, right?" Yeah, we're all family. They get back to Rome, and the mom wants to really like crush this whole beef. She sets up a meeting. She's like, "Hey, Caracalla. Hey, Geta. Let's fucking hang out and like, like fucking the, settle some shit." You, you dropped beef in meeting within. Microsoft beating, yeah, beating, beating. Beef. You no, no, no. You made beating. So she sets up this meeting, right? Caracalla shows up with the uh, what was that word you used before? Fucking predator, predators. Uh, predator, yeah, yeah. The predator, predator, the yeah. predators. I'm gonna call them predators, yeah, because they're basically the most badass fucking That's people your job in Rome. Title. Right, these predators, are two fucking badass guys walking around holding hands with each other. They're like, "Hello, we are predators." Yeah, they're like the Swiss multi-tool of politics. Yeah, so he shows up with the fucking secret service of Rome and fucking mercs Geta in front of his mom, and Geta bleeds out in his mother's arms. Romans fucking love stabbing, don't they? They do. They're Mister Stabby. Yeah, I want to stab. Who's the fucking stabby robot from fucking Futurama? And not Clamps. Yeah, he's it, a clamp. he looks like the Clamps guy. Yeah. Fuck! Spicy um, boy. Oh, anyway. Roberto. 
It was Roberto, Roberto, yes. Roberto. Roberto. Caracalla orders a Damnato Memori, which is one of the most fucking crazy shits that ever happened in history. What is that? Basically means the condemnation of memory. So he orders all records, and this happened multiple times in Rome. He orders all records of his brother be destroyed. Any statue, any painting, any papyrus, anything that mentioned his brother's name was destroyed. So it's like stomp out all traces. Right. So he he was trying to wipe him out of history. What was the fancy term for that again? Damnato memori. Damn the memory. Yeah, damn the memory. Ooh, that's cool. And on top of that, he massacres everyone that supported Geta. Anyone that was like, hey, Geta was a nice dude. He's like, no, you're dead, dog. Okay. Yeah, you're dead as hell. And that was an estimated 20,000 people that were killed. Shit. 20K got stomped out just because they were a fan of Geta. Fuck! But he didn't do a really good job because apparently we know he existed. If he did did a good job, like, you know, we wouldn't know this person existed. I mean, someone had to have kept a journal. But you said this damning of memory has happened before. It has. So, like, it, it's actually kind of freaky because we wouldn't know how many times this damning of memory is successful. We would have known it in the Senate records. The re- Romans were very good at... at so the memory keeping. existed in the record. Well, there would have been like, hey, there's a memento. So anyway, his merciless rule goes on for a long time. He's constantly plagued by this treachery of, you know, him betraying Geta. And eventually, he met his end in 2017. While visiting a temple in modern-day Turkey. 2017, that's this year. 2017, 2, 217. Oh! Whoa! Mind blown. Yeah! Suck a whole penis. We've been drinking. I've been drinking a bunch. While taking a piss, which I need to do very soon. He died taking a piss? He, yeah, he was on the, probably pissing on the side of the temple. Uh, he was stabbed to death by a soldier. Apparently the soldier was upset that he didn't pr- promote him to uh, Centurion. And he was pissing on a temple. That's yeah. hilarious. He's at temple, like, fucking doing temple shit. And all of a sudden he's like, Mom, hold my seat. I gotta fucking smoke a cigarette. <laughs> and he walks out front. His fucking lights went up. He's like, I better take a piss while I'm out here. All of a sudden, stabby, stabby. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Calimira. Yeah, Calimira, my yeah, last That is great. But they Fuck. stole a lot of yeah. shit from Greeks, yeah. so you're not totally wrong. Uh, buenos noches. All right, so I don't really need, think I need to describe... You know, why this guy was a shitbag. Basically a shitbag from beginning to end. Hey, killed Murked his brother. Fucking. In front of his mom. In front of his mom. That's called fratricide? Yeah, that's called fratricide, my son. Well, that is awesome. And, uh, thanks for crushing it. Well, that guy sucked. Next one. Then we enter the Dark Ages. Oh. And when I say Dark Ages, like, I couldn't find fucking dick about it. No, anyone. nobody could. Yeah. So we're flashing forward to 1017. How many years are we skipping, Travis? Because of the Dark Ages? It's fucking 800 God years. 800 it. years. 800 years. I can't believe it. So our next boy is Adrix Estronia. Oh. Uh, who was the Elderman of Mercia. You know what Mercia is? It was the largest, largest kingdom in England during the, uh, you know, this 11th time century. period. I love it. Yes, eleventh century. And during that time, the Danish king 
uh, Sven Forkbeard was uh, invading England from Denmark. What was his name? Uh, Sven Forkbeard. Forkbeard? He was invading England with his delicious cheese treats. His, his beard was split in two, and the cheese was flowing from both. <laughs> Creamy cheese. The baby bells. <laughs> My baby boy bells. He led negotiations against the Danes in uh, 1009 um, to release the Archbishop Bishop, Ah, there's an A-E in this name. I don't know what fucking... You know when the A-E merges together? Oh, it's yeah, I-E. A-E! I don't care. This person's not important. A-E-L-A-B-U-M-D-E-S-W-E-N one of Canterbury. What? Try that again. Pronounce that in slow motion. It was a man of Canterbury. It was an archbishop from Canterbury. Okay, sure. Fucking fuck his name. It's stupid. Use real English, not old English. Archbishop, did you say? Archbishop. Archbishop! Wow. <laughs> so, uh, Adric paid the Vikings, and this is this is ye olden times, right? Okay. He paid them forty eight thousand pounds. Damn what? Pounds. You could pay for <laughs> like all of real Cambridge pounds. University. Yeah, he paid them that in advance to release this archbishop, and uh, he negotiated in time to release him. Right? Okay. But the archbishop refused. To be ransomed, I guess on a on a grounds of moral high ground. Moral high ground, because he's a bishop. You let me go for nothing. <laughs> you lock me the fuck up for a billion, and I'm he, going back inside. I'm going back inside. Just like a child, yeah. most archbishops tend to be children. When you piss off Vikings, one thing that you shouldn't do is piss off Vikings. Yeah, don't do that. It frustrated the fuck out of the Vikings. And what happens when you frustrate a Viking? Me no likey. You have frustrated Vikings on your hands. You don't have a head. So basically, fucking Adric gave the Vikings $48,000 for dick. For dick. For fat dick. Uh, So look, uh, that didn't work out too well. So uh, why don't you you come on over sometime and uh, we can make that $40,000 work in one way or another. (laughs) You and me, you know, we'll kiss kiss our hairy navels. Fucking touchdown. I'm saying Vikings. I really fucking football team. You know, touchdown. You know what I'm talking about. I really hope Forkbeard was like Gunther, like the Gunther of his time. Ooh, you touch my tralala. Yeah, touching my tralala. Full mullet. Oh yeah, badass. The only way a true sexual man can look. Full mullet. Anyway, he goes on to organize some various killings of English nobles for the King of Mercia. Right, so he's like playing fucking the field. Right. King of Mercy is like, take this guy out. Uh, yeah, you could. Yeah, 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 you could take that guy out. But he wasn't that really loyal to the King of Mercia because in 1015, he took 50 of the royal fleet ships and joined the king of the Danes. Uh, Fork, Forkbeard died. Dane Canuck, basically cunt spelled dyslexic. You mean the number one comedy selling CD artist, yes, Dane one. Cook? Yeah, yeah. What does he do? Like he just like does the fucking lick his fingers. He licks his I fingers. He's cook. got he, uh, Dan yeah. Cook has great legs, so he mm. really uses that in his stage presence. Yeah, he's like mm, yeah. That's why I college legs. kids like him. Ah, oh, he's got some fucking very masculine legs. Might get me aroused. It's Christmas. Anything goes. It's Christmas. Something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Adric and and cunt dyslexic cunt uh, invade Warwickshire. Warwickshire. 
think that's hey, the place. Not bad. Warwickshire. What? Warwickshire, mate. That's how I say it over there. Warwickshire. Uh, where they plunder and burn and slew everyone they found. So he's a traitor to his own country. He's what fucking, a bastard. Yeah. He's plunder, fucking. Plunder, burn, and slew. He's American, his own countryman. American. And uh, John of War of Worcester. Of Worcester. Worcester. What's the sauce? We're American. It's Worcestershire. 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 So he describes him in a chronicle. Cool. Quote, cut off the head of a man named Osmia, whose face and hair were very like the King Edmund, and holding it up, crying out that it was useless for the English to fight, saying, Oh, ye men, Dorsetshire, Devonshire, Wiltshire, flee quickly. Ye have lost your leader. Lo, here I hold the head of your lord and King Edmund. Flee with all speed. Yes! Ooh, bravo. <laughs> so that bitch cut off the head of some idiot and fucking called it. Called it was the king. He's like, hey, I got the king right here. Just because he looked like him? That's your like king. Him. Got the king's head. So King Cunt Dyslexic. Let me keep calling that. It's sure. fucking weird. Yeah, it is weird. He knew that this dude was a fucking slimy fuck. Oh. You know what I mean? He was like, whoa, this dude's fucking playing both sides. He's just, he's just trying to fucking... He's not ready to take shit from no slimy fuck. Yeah, he's a Danish boy. He's like, hey, oh, what you do? John McClane it. Christmas hero. Bing bong. Whoa. On Christmas Day. Yeah. A thousand years ago, King Cunt fucking called Edric to the court. And he, he told his guard, he said, Pay this man what he is owed. So the guard fucking cut Adric's head off with an axe. No shit. Because he knew that this dude was like, you know. Standard protocol. Gonna fucking stab him in the back. And that's why you never ask your boss for a raise. Especially around <laughs> Christmas time. Around Christmas time, that's foolhardy. Dude, you already got a bonus. <laughs> Don't get a fucking raise. Yeah, dog. You got all them tiny Tims you got to feed. Fuck your shit. You got to wait till like April for that ace grass. Yeah. King Cunt ordered to throw his body off the walls of London. And he was left in unmarked grave. And uh, Henry of Hunting Dunn. Hunting Dunn. Hunting Dunn. Ooh. Yes. Uh, said that Adric's head was placed upon a pole, the highest battlement of the London Tower. I and can't believe it. Oh, just like so head on a spit type thing. Exactly. Ooh. Fuck gross. Piked, piked his ass. So again, this dude was just a fucking slimy fuck. Play both sides, betrayed his own fucking countrymen, and uh, and the Danes fucking saw through it. There you go. Dead well, that's a stick. that's a good one. Nice little wrap up. Warm story. It's something you would tell your child. It's a great Christmas tale. Yeah. You want? If you're gonna be a cunt, your head's gonna go on a pike. Yeah. Mary, Santa's gonna do it. Santa's gonna fucking. Yeah. Santa's gonna fucking raise He's you all out fucking... of coal, bitch. It's a <laughs> fucking solar he, economy. He's got these pipes. We're all about though. heads. <laughs> yeah. Up next, we got a, an interesting man. Oh, yeah? She's not that interesting. Yeah, I like interesting <laughs> oh, men. Uh, you know, because it's old-timey. They they mm. didn't have palm pilots. They didn't have dick. 
Dude. <laughs> That's Andrew, by the way. Oh, he, yeah. he is the biggest Palm Pilot fan. Yeah. Tell us why you like Palm Pilots, Andrew. Because his love them Palm Pilots. Yeah. They come with a little stick. A little stick you can draw with. Yeah, they're so go, versatile. They're stylus. so versatile. Styluses. Stylos? Yeah. I don't know. So we're moving ahead to the year 1217. These are all great years, by the way, because the god gave them to it's us. Common era. Oh, the good common ones. era. Good and ones. this year we have Capo of Turadia. Oh, Ooh, I, I've never heard, heard of such a boy. I'm very good. He from Nippon? Oh, no. He's not from Nippon. Oh, the side. Not. What no, the no, fuck no. is going on? What are you guys <laughs> doing? No, I, I titled this little segment more like A Capo is a Trader. Oh. He's one of these guys. Another Bear little, with me. Another little spicy boy playing sides. So he was a Livonian chieftain. Okay. Livonian. Now this is an area that isn't recognized today because it's broken up into things. It involved parts of Finland, politics, and Latvia and Estonia. So up there, they don't really see light of light. They're like it's a cold. You're gonna need a beard. They all kind of they they're kind of like Smeagol. Like they have like big eyes. Big blue eyes. Big blue eyes. They're all pale as dick. Yeah. Just because of their latitude? Well, yeah. yeah they got to see things, dude. You, when you're up there so far. Hey, up there, you, know? you get those bright blue eyes. Like, uh, what like does those Santa Claus guys look are... like to you guys? Santa Claus looks like a, one like... of those. He looks like a Furby, but naked. <laughs> a furless Furby. Oh. Yeah, pretty much. Like a, just a bee. So this homie, he was a chieftain, which is basically a king. I he was the first prominent Livonian figure to convert to Christianity. Oh. Which will be a theme throughout most of these, I feel like, because Christianity is a has, theme throughout the world. Throughout history. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. how bad it's it's ruined anuses. So he was, so practicing, at, he was the, practicing his spicy boys. He was practicing spicy boys. And at the time, most of these parts were filled with pagans. Yeah. So this is, Christianity is relatively new. So Capo, this is like, sorry, he, this is like the Scientology of the time up there. Yeah, but, imagine uh, it's uh, new. It's not new. Very, it's not it's, very Christmassy spirit, Travis. It's new. It's fucking hot. You know, it's yeah. how you're doing. Hold so, this e meter. So Cabo becomes friends with the Bishop of Riga, Alex of Buxhovenden, Ooh. the founder of Riga, which is currently Latvia's capital city. Also a black Hence, metal band. He's the bishop. So we got this bitch up. Right. Bitch up. This bitch up. Bitch up. So he takes Capo to Rome to meet the man that could do no wrong. Smack my bishop. Pope mm. Innocent the Third. So not only is he innocent, he's the third movie innocent. of he's it. A, okay. He's the third innocent. Yes. Pope mm. Innocent. So, so you, you, you had, let that soak in. This guy's fine. You had the you had the you had you had the original Pope and then like Pope, you had the original Pope Innocent, and then Pope Innocent the second was like the return of the Pope, and then like the third one was pretty much just like the third one wasn't innocent at all. Because on oh. a little side note, he started the Fourth Crusade, which was a bloodbath. Yeah, pretty much. It was. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it, it, he's responsible for a lot of people dying, but he's fucking innocent. He Dude, didn't do it. I didn't do it. It's me. Pope didn't do it. You talked to my lawyer, I didn't do it, I, I didn't plead anything. Capo returns to his true homestead, where all the pagans are just chilling, and all of a sudden they're like, you can't come back here. You're fucking Christian. We got this castle we built as pagans. Fuck off, bitch. So he's been dicked by the fucking Jeebus. He's well, been all no, fucking no, impregnated he by no, Jeebus no, no. yet. He's already a traitor. 
Oh, okay. Point. He's already he has a culture. All of a sudden, is like, nah, I'm getting General Sows. Fuck your shit that you got going on over here. So he does not like the fact that his people won't let him back into their little cozy homestead, even though it's run by paganism, which is fine. You know, just mm. like uh, Christmas initially was. Welcome back to the holiday mm. season. Hello. This cocksucker went ahead with waging war against his own people and destroyed the fucking castle that he built. What a spicy ween. Tom is trying to shoot the spiciness out of his mouth right now. Oh, it's coming out hot and hot. To wrap this one up, I'm keeping this guy short, because goddammit, he's just a traitor. His name is Capo. His name is Capo. It's like El, El Capo. It only sounds like it could be the name of the short man. Yeah, he's a short boy. I don't know his height, because keep in mind, this is 12, 17. El Capo. He was smaller than all of us, probably. Yeah, he was probably a lot smaller. This traitor destroys all of his people. Just because he wanted to get in with Pope Innocent. I didn't do it. Forget it. <laughs> Innocent, forget about it, whatever. So today, in European history, he's kind of considered a traitor. Mm-hmm. Um, to Christians, he's considered a savior. But to the average Latvians, his consensus is, uh, who is that guy? <laughs> they don't even know who the, fuck, know he is. the fuck he is. Yeah, well, I mean... No one gives a shit about this guy. Yeah. Well, I'm glad... Yeah. He's uh, kind of a bitch. Fun fact, the last person to speak Livonian as their mother tongue, a woman named Griselda Christina, died in 2013, making Livonian a, an extinct language. Ooh. And I will put this out there. That probably has a lot to do with his betrayal of his people. It's all his fault. It's And Griselda knew it. She was like, I'm going to die now. I'm not teaching any of these fuckers. So this it's it's a Baltic language. It kind of sounds similar to Finnish. So it's not like a pleasant language. You know, it's yeah. disgusting. It's I don't really, like, I don't personally care that. that it's at very all. guttural. But you know, if anyone who did, uh, you can blame it on this cocksucker. But very very recently extinct language. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There's uh, as of 2013, there are 30 people who speak it, but it's a second language. Mm. So Imagine like, that shit. So like, there's you can there's... get together with 30 people and talk so much shit. That's that's the end of this guy. And let's move on to the next one. He's Ooh. spicy ween. Why do he have to do the Jeebus? Well, he's just he's just fucking shit up. He did now, the Jeebus wrong. The next one. I did coverage on the next one. Did you? Mm. I did. I had the unfortunate prospect to do research on a man named Pope Gregory the Twelve. When did this boy die? Now this motherfucker died in the year fourteen seventeen. Mm. Now he is even more boring than the last guy. <laughs> oh, this segment. Is called Pope Gregory Twelve. Mm. I'm the uh, fuck out of uh, here, <laughs> lol. Play oh, it on me. Angelo Carraro, born as a nobleman in Venice in 1327. Okay. <laughs> he was appointed the Bishop. Later on, he was made a cardinal priest of San Marco. Cardinal, what, okay. what, San Marco? His involvement in the Catholic Church divided what we know. As the Western Schism, if you don't know about this, there were three men who considered themselves to be popes all at one time, believe really? it or not. What? What? Great schism! Imagine Great schism! Three I mean, popes. Schism. Who do you believe? The Papal Schism, or the Western Schism, was a divide in the Catholic Church from 1378 to 1417, in which three dudes claimed to be the pope at the same time. This was more or less a political struggle, not so much a theological difference. So there was like three bros trying to get their dick in their butt. 
Yes. Hard. They were trying like, to, hey, yo. They wait. were trying to press it up against the, that. I know how it do. You guys got the wrong bottle from the wrong fucking hotel. I got the right one. I went to Holiday Inn. I got the best version of the Bible. Yeah. The free one. The free one. The, the PayPal schism? Uh, so it's the PayPal schism. <laughs> the papacy is the idea of being brought into papa, which is <laughs> being the poop. <laughs> the papa! So being papa. Council of Cardinals got together and sorted this shit out. They found a man. A man with tremendous testicles. So tremendous, swollen from piously never entering any kind of premarital coitus, <laughs> rubbing one out, or having a wet dream, or participating in the classic clergyman's pastime of hard diddles. Ooh, he he was... never came. That's a holy man. Yeah, that's a holy guy. So no. they found Angelo, our dude. Dude, can he... we just pause for a second? Because fucking, is that what it means to be holy? Not touching your penis? Uh, that's part of it. Yeah, but I mean, like, shooting ropes. It's a spectrum. Shooting ropes is, like, biological. I feel like that gets you closer to God. Because you're shooting a rope up to heaven. Hey, You're going to fucking climb it eventually. Let's be real here. Your semen strand? You know what else is biological? Yeah. Not coming back from the dead. That's true. Oh, shit. This whole religion's based on that. So that goes out the window. You have no argument, Travis. I'm sorry. If Jesus had a rope, he wouldn't have to die on the cross. Yeah, if he had a rope, he shot it like Spider-Man, just <laughs> rip his hands right off. Mad at him, He would have fucking Spider-Man to heaven. We wouldn't have to fucking crucify him. If yeah, we wouldn't Jesus. even have to die to go to heaven. We'd just fucking rope our way up rope there. Rope it up there. So Angelo, after all these cardinals start talking, they get him to be the new pope. They contact all these three motherfuckers. They're like, listen, what we're going to do is we're going to hold the boat. And the three of you, you got to be involved. Uh, so you'll have a fair shot. Uh, they didn't pick either of them. Oh. They went with Angelo. They're like, He's ah, fucking Pope. Angelo! Angelo, I'm gonna make you the Pope! Fucking Angelo! Fucking Angelo! Hey, you want two spices of meatball? You get the meatball, we give you the puppy. You be puppy, I'll give you puppy tomorrow, whatever. If this man over here don't want to do puppy, you could, you could be puppy. Puppy? You could be puppy. <laughs> Why are you pronouncing the silent E in Pope? Ah, puppy! Puppy! <laughs> I want to be Popey. Come on, you want a papa? Yeah, you want a Popey. You want a Popey for me? Are you? Cody, yeah. do me a Popey. I do you a Popey. Do me a Popey. Popes don't have their real names. I, Popey. The, he's Angelo. He changes it to Pope Gregory. And he gets... Dude, why is he Greg? Pope Greg. I'm just because saying. They, they're named after saints. I don't know what Greg did. A fucking old Greg? Oh, Greg. Got oh, Greg got a belly drank, full of shoe. Drank Bailey's <laughs> belly out full of a shoe. shoe. A belly wow. full of shoe. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah you fucking drinking. Wait, Dude, I wish you had bellies. No, you don't. No, you don't. So Angelo gets his papacy. He's dubbed Pope Gregory in 1414. Guess what? One year later, July 1415, Pope Gregory is the first to resign as Pope. So he only, he didn't even really make oh, it a full year. First, mm. first wow, what a bitch. Like, fuck this shit. So he spent the rest of his life on a Greek island called Akona, probably rubbing his giant balls with tzatziki sauce. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens on Greek isles. That's how you do it, dude. We, if you're not in a fucking bathtub of fucking tzatziki, you fucked up. You ain't even Greek. Yeah, you, you ain't even Greek. You should be in a bathtub full of ouzo. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's the other option. option. Yeah. That's that's if you invested more in your form on yeah. Contingencies. But he dies on this island in the year 1417. The next pope to resign was six, almost 600 years later with Pope Benedict, which was in our lifetime. Hey, I know that fucker. Ah. Yeah. 
So Bendik that, lasted a little longer than this bitch, though, right? I think he did like five years. Yeah, but he was he he left because all the extra diddles. Yeah, they weren't he, going well. Yeah, like hey, way. let's fucking hey, listen, I don't want to open my trap too much. It's also a fucking Nazi. He he was Nazi youth. I don't fucking know. Listen, actually, um, he was fuck. I he was that. he was Nazi youth. Yeah, he was he claims that he was never he never did anything because that was also towards the end of the Nazi regime. I don't think he actually had a chance to do anything. You know what we so call young. that, Tom? The what? Nuremberg defense. You know what I call yeah. that? A fucking jerk off. I'm thinking that him leaving office had something to do with Obama and the, the reptilians. Did you just call him a Pope a jerk off? Dude, it's because <laughs> the earth was flat and he said the earth was round. Your dude sounds like a big old give up. He's yeah. like, this shit is hard. I'm, it's hard being Pope. Very hard. Oh, it's hard. I don't like being called Greg. Oh, why am I Greg the 11th a billion? Yeah, so uh, that's Greg 12. So fuck that guy. He's a little idiot. Woo! All right, let's move along. Give me what, that shit. What? Cody, why don't you intro the next one for us, baby? Cody, who's up next? Give me it. 1617, motherfucking Rebecca Rolf. Rebecca Rolf? Whoa, Rebecca. Rebecca Rolf. Rebecca More Rolf. We got a lady? We do have a lady. More popularly known as Pocahontas. Oh! <laughs> do I need to take a longer break? Are you guys good? Or um, No, I think we're good. Now we're good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. So is this what is this? This is a Disney bitch. This, this is a Disney bitch. You, 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 most people may know her as a Disney princess bitch. Can you mm. paint with all the colors that give you on Instagram to paint with? Oh, all the all the all the all the uh, filters of Instagram. I think I think on the on the fucking uh, what was it? Thanksgiving Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, we mentioned yeah. her. I think I might have talked about a little compromising moment where I banged my fucking uh, raccoon stuffed oh, animal. Oh yeah, the Miko stuffed animal. Oh yes. Yeah, I'm sure that's fresh in everyone's Totally didn't mind. have that. Was a joke, by the way. Oh yeah, Travis. Totally yeah, joke. big old joke. Big old joke. You know what the punchline was? Come. <laughs> it's always come. Always come. Uh, kill me. So this is a story of Pocahontas and the Johns that mistreated her. Multiple Johns. Multiple Johns. Couple Johns. No, multiple Johns. A Johns and a, and a big bunch called a Papa. A Papa Johns. Yeah, you have, uh, you have a Papa of Johns. Yes. God fucking damn. So who's the most notable John to be associated with ye oldie Pocahontas? Let me say a Smith. Yeah, he's the Captain oh, John. John Smith. Smith. Oh, John. Papa John Smith. <laughs> so, you know, there's a, there's a whole Disney movie about this bitch. He had blonde hair. He was super Aryan, voiced by... The one, the only. Matthew Broderick. Mel Gibson. Will Smith. Oh. Oh, Will Smith. <laughs> oh, damn. Really? Okay. Yo, Pocahontas. <laughs> Yo, what up with this? I just did a movie with Tommy Lee Jones. He didn't like me too much. Oh, hell no. It's the Wild Wild West in South Carolina. All right, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yo. Pocahontas is known in popular culture as the last minute savior of Englishman Captain John Smith. Let me say this, bitch ass. 
All right. He talks like Will Smith now. I'm ca- I'm casting Pocahontas as Will Smith. So story my character. Go- that's a great fucking casting call time. Yeah, yeah. sure, whatever. <laughs> story goes: London Company sent some colonists, aka pioneers, to Virginia. Captain John Smith is captured by the local hostels, aka the Senanamica. Yeah. Fuck the Senan. Oh. Yeah, fucking try Native Americans. <laughs> yeah, Sena- try it out. Senanam. Senonomica. Yo, have yeah. a cigarette. The Senonomica tribe. C- cigarette yeah. right back. I got that. Boy. I got that in the first try. The Senonomica tribe. John Smith is captured by the Senonomica tribe. Haha. Is this Jamestown, dog? Uh, it's 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 a boot there in the area. A boot. You James. knew that. And of course, John Smith is sentenced to execution by the chief of the tribe, aka Chief. Yeah. Powhatan. Chief. Chief Big Day. Chief Pohatan. I think that's, yeah. Chief Pohatan. Chief Pohatan. Chief Pohatan. He's Irish. Oh. I was going to cast him as uh, James Avery, no, who is uh, uh, Uncle Phil in Fresh Prince. I was going to do so Dan- it's coming. He's Don't dead worry, it's as coming. fuck. He's not I know. Weston Priest. Weston yeah. J- Priest? Yeah, Priest. I was going to do Daniel Day Lewis because he was already a Native American, less Mohegans. Yeah, but I'm trying to pull this whole Mohegan. Will Smith thing together. So yeah, but I'm saying, help me but out, I'm dog. saying, dog, he's white as fuck, but he could still be the chief. Yeah. Oh, you know? So if you recall the Disney experience, John Smith is held down by a group of savages or, AK, or tied down, depending on which version you're reading or okay. viewing. A heavy stone is lifted above John Smith's head. And just before, he is bludgeoned to death, and a heavy stone is lifted just above John Smith's head. And before the would-be death blow is built, built, dealt. Duh. You don't got do that, Uncle Phil. Oh, you don't got dealt. Andrew you don't got dealt, dog. And just before the would-be death blow is dealt, Jazzy Jeff shows up and he's like, "Hell no, nah. no." Pocahontas shows up, springs into action, and nestles her head against John Smith's, essentially saying. If you need to kill John Smith, you need to kill me too. Right, Will Smith doing the right thing. Did I say Will Smith? Smith? No, I said Will Smith. I, I think I said Will Smith. Listen, actually. I Fuck. I know what you're saying, but I'm also painting a picture here. Fuck you. I'm painting a picture for all of our listeners. Fuck you. Imagine Will Smith as Pocahontas. I'm gonna keep this going. Him and Carlton out there. They're talking to a willow tree. Carlton is the raccoon. Everything's fine, dude. I love it. But imagine if Will Smith was like blue. And then on a different planet. What are you talking about? And he had a tail. He had a, imagine talking? if he had a... No, dude, 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 dude. Imagine if he had a tail, right? He had a tail. And then, like, the the people... Like, John Smith was from another planet, right? And he, like, he, just, he just shows up. And he's like, hey, where Will Smith, why us? are you blue with the tail? Where are you taking us? All right, you talking about Avatar? No, I'm talking about Titanic. <laughs> no, you're getting your James Co- Cameron uh, shit confused. I, I just realized what I was doing to you, Cody. So the painted picture stays, but uh, let's move on. God damn it, I hate you fucks so much. <laughs> However, there's a healthy bucket of information. This last-minute saving grace of Pocahontas never actually happened. It never happened? Nope. No? Well, is that is that because Will Smith used a thing from Men in Black and erased everyone's memory? Oh, the Neuralizer. Dude, it <laughs> was totally the Neuralizer. It has nothing to do with Will Dude, Smith. Dude, shit, I'm sorry. It has nothing to do with Will Smith. It was definitely a neuralizer. You should know that because they were never alive in the same time. Yeah, but Wild Wild West. Sorry, you gotta admit, version, there's yeah. a spider in Wild Wild West. Yeah. Giant mechanical spider. True. That shoots the nylon. If it was revealed to you that Pocahontas' saving of Captain John Smith at the last second 
was a falsehood. Who would you think is the liar in that scenario? Uh, probably John Smith. Yeah. yeah. Save myself. No bitch ain't done that. No, no, no. He was the one that perpetrated that story. Oh. She actually did not save him. At least this is what I believe and like the common consensus believes. Pocahontas did not actually save John Smith. John Smith actually invented that story to impress the Queen Anne of Denmark. Oh. Because the account never included Pocahontas until Queen Anne of Denmark was like, tell us about your times in Virginia. Dude. And then that's only when royalty questioned him what was going on is when he included this story about Pocahontas saving I, his I'll brains. tell you what happened, yo. You know what I'm saying? So the reason why he was trying to impress them is because he had the cure to a disease that was ravaging uh, America, uh, turning them into zombies. So he went into underground and what tried to pull That's this disease That's called I Legend. Out. Stop it. Stop doing that. Stop that it. Another Fuck. Will Smith movie. God damn it. You're getting choked up on Will Smith. <laughs> One story we're doing about a woman. <laughs> Just kidding. Totally Getting <laughs> totally sidelined by us painting the picture Dude. of her as a man, i.e. Will Smith. No, just What's not to like? Yeah! Why not? A decade and a half later... John Smith would go on to write for True Travels, a travelogue publication. And he wrote of a similar story of a young Turkish girl saving him at the last second in Hungary when her chief commander father condemned John Smith to execution. Wait, so they condemned just a lot. Rewrote that shit? It in seems Turkey? like he's been recycling a story <laughs> forever. That and this story awesome. actually seems like it originates with the biblical binding of Isaac. Travis, do you know anything about the biblical binding of Isaac? I know the video game. It's oh, yeah, it's, like, it's a great video it. game. But essentially... With Abraham. Yeah, Tom knows it. Go ahead, you know, run it down. Basically, what happened was Abraham was a crazy dickhole. Huh? He's listening to Guard, which means he's drinking way too much, and uh, he's told to do something bad to his son. Kill him. John Smith is the son. John Smith is played by Will Smith. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah! God. No, he's not. Fucking damn it. I trusted you with this. No, well, I'm still going with the story. I'm just painting the picture. He's fucker. In, in the story, Isaac is told that he, he's actually told nothing. And Abraham binds him up and he plays him dumb. What are we doing, Dad? And Abraham's yeah. like, listen. Nothing. We're just doing lay God's here. Work. Yeah, we're doing God's work. You're gonna want to lay here. It's all about having a uh, a suntan with all these rope lines yeah. on you. If you feel a knife in your neck, just ignore it. Nothing to do with it. And then an angel comes in last minute and says, "Yeah, uh, excuse me, Mister Abraham, J.K. Law. This was a huge joke. Exactly. <laughs> J.K. No philicide for you. Yeah, exactly. Philicide being the murder of your children. Right. Um, he's working for a travelogue company." What gets me is that if you use a story more than once, it kind of seems like don't travel ever. Or my job stop is useless. Lying. Stay right here. Yeah. Don't go anywhere because you might get murdered. That's like saying I watched the entire season of Anthony Bourdain, but you only watched one episode on repeat. Action heroes of the time weren't based on their biceps or their ability to fire a, a firearm. Their worth was hinged upon if they were faithful. So, like, right. John Smith is saying, I'm such a faithful motherfucker, I let an execution on myself be carried out, but lol, 
the commander's daughter stopped it because I'm such a stud. So because of the Disney star, we know that John Smith and Pocahontas were a married couple, right? No! Never! <laughs> no! Dude, he, dude, but she tastes the colors of the wind. She did taste the colors of the wind, I yeah. guess. Duke, can you taste the colors of my wind? Yeah. But Pocahontas married a tobacco planter called John Rolfe and mm. adopted the name Rebecca, a.k.a. Rebecca Rolfe. John Rolfe was English as they fucking come. So much so, he was actually worried about his own mortal soul while he was diddling the young Pocahontas. Mm. Just a little brown, a little brown on yeah, sides yeah. for him. Damn. Well, it, it, brown. It, was, it, it was weird. So he kind of had to explain to his church why he was diddling a brown cooter. So he wrote to his church that he was motivated not by the unbridled desire of carnal affection, but for the good of his plantation, for the honor of his country and the glory of God, for my own salvation, and namely that of Pocahontas, to whom my hearty and best thoughts are, and have been long time so entangled and enthralled and in so intricate a labyrinth that even I was a wearied unto unwind myself thereout. So she knew how to work it. She knew how to work it. That. Why this dude had to fucking explain to his church? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yo, she's got a fucking badonk. Yeah. I want to tap. But the thing is, you know I mean? he, he essentially was explaining, I'm saving this brown woman's soul by banging her. I'm like giving her salvation via my weenus. Right. That's oh, like, oh, please, Lord Jesus Christ. Give me the power to last like four more minutes because it's going to no. make me blast. That's not part of the segment. What are you doing? <laughs> so he essentially said like, hey, I'm saving this brown savage by plowing her. Right. Kind of yeah, like you know when he I mean? takes his fucking uh, his fighter jet and he just fucking goes up to the mothership. He's like. Eat this shit, motherfucker! He just, like, shoots the fucking laser beam missiles, and then fucking aliens fucking die, and the world's saved. That's my bit, Travis, so shut your fucking shut mouth. Shut up! We're sharing it now! Cunt! That definitely happened. At right. the tender young age of 21... Tom and I's penises are touching under the table. I've seen it. At the tender young age of 21, that's a score in one, Pocahontas dies of a mysterious disease. Most likely syphilis. Smallpox. Most likely <laughs> smallpox, tuberculosis, or pneumonia. Her last words were, "All must die, but tis enough that a child liveth." She was survived by Thomas Rolfe, her only son. Oh, I heard that Pocahontas means whore in the native language. Oh. Explain this. Go on. It means uh, a fancy word for whore. A fancy native people's word for whore. <laughs> no, Imagine but, if your mom just but, named you whore. But Cody, like, like you, you found that Pocahontas wasn't her actual name, like, in Native American. Though, right? That was her fucking slang name. Her indigenous peoples had multiple names. It was very awkward and weird because you had seven names, and only, like, half of the people knew you by half of your names. It's kind of why I opened up this segment as Rebecca Rolfe, because... We know that's a Christian name that stuck with her towards the end of her life. It's like her uh, last name. Up. Like the last one she was named. My name is Analingus, but you can call me Dangus Horse. Dangus Horse. So I'm, I'm putting Pocahontas on fucking notice for being bullied around by men named John. Namely, John uh, Rolfe I, I agree. and John fuck, Smith. Fuck both of those guys. That's definitely blaming the victim. Native Americans have never been victims. I don't know. You're right. 
It's just all a bunch of stop. Fuck ah! it. Yeah. No, you can't do this again for another episode. You know I like that. I like that. You know Not, I like that. You can't do two specials in a row where you shit on native peoples. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to hell for this. All right. Boys. Next. Next segment. Fucked up. Kwanzaa right. happened. I don't know. Oh, uh, like, yeah. This is good Kwanzaa based Kwanzaa. jazz. <laughs> Sexy Kwanzaa jazz. Very creative. Um, we don't know anything about Kwanzaa. I don't either. I'm not even sure if we're saying it right. Kwanzaa? Yeah. I think we're saying things are. 17! 17! Oh, sure. sounds like the next segment. Yeah, hey. dog. Look at that. Theodore Romandanowski. Cool. A Russian boy. I probably didn't pronounce his name right. I'm yeah. sorry. He's We're a Russians. Russian guy. We get it. Yeah. Drunk. What is the greatest Russian tradition of all time? Uh, rubbing alcohol on your body. Borscht? Close. Secret police. Oh, sure. Why not? Yeah. I like borscht better. Yeah, no, well, no, no. Secret police secret and borscht. Secret borscht police. Secret borscht police. Go on. Your soup is not scarlety red enough. In 1717, Tsar Peter the Great. Hey. You might know that guy. Yeah, he was like, he was the uh, bring Russia into like the, the like the modern century type guy, super reformist. Exactly. He was trying to lead a cultural revolution to push Russia out of the feudalistic Russia into a scientific westernized democracy, basically putting them into the enlightened enlightenment. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had the right idea. He didn't like beards. We'll get to that. Oh, we okay, will get to that. Sure. You're jumping ahead a little bit, ah, Cody. I like You're just it. jumping right in there. But he invented the secret police. KGB. KGB. FSB. Mm-hmm. Exactly. In Moscow. And this dude, Theodore, fucking headed the Moscow secret police. Sure. He headed the organization. And there's a lot of P's and Z's in this word. Backwards I'm going to do my best. Prisoner. That was Travis's best. You know, that word rolls right off the tongue. I don't know if it's as catchy as that Kwanzaa song we heard, but... Right off the else. tongue. Basically, let me translate that for you. It's sure. the Moscow secret police that heads up political corruption and rooting out the archaic feudalistic systems that existed beforehand. Gotcha. All right. So they're like, hey, you're being a little fucking feudal idiot. Get out of here with that. Stop it. Knock it off. And Theodore was the head judge, like overseeing all the cases in Moscow. In that head. And what he did was he replaced old Moscow corruption with a new brand of Moscow uh, What else are you going to do, right? That's Moscow tradition. Uh, Mos- hey. Moscow. A little corruption, a little bit more gray. It's all good. Right. And Peter was so impressed by Theodore that he promoted him to... Generalissimo of his toy army. And by toy, ar- toy, toy army, this is where fucking tin soldiers came from. Really? Oh, so no fucking shit. like, you know, toy soldiers. Small soldiers. soldiers. Oh, yeah. Tommy Small Lee Jones soldiers. again. Second time around. Tommy Lee. Paint the picture over there. Yeah, let's paint the picture. Fuckhead. Uh, Theodore became so trusted by Peter that Peter would entrust him 
to lead the government when he was away from Moscow. Right. Right? You'd be like, hey, you're doing such a great job. They fucking... didn't have Twitter the way we do now. Yeah. Well, well, if Peter had Twitter, he'd probably fuck it all up. What is it? You're doing a great job. Do mine. That's yeah. so fucking communist. I love it. I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm lazy. Fucking just, just lead for me. Merry Christmas. 1698. The Stretsky uprising happens. Peter's away. Fucking Fedor takes well, over. Oh, Peter's not going to like this one. No, he is not. Hey, waking up one day, all of a sudden, revolution is happening like this. Revolution is always but happening, comrade. Fyodor springs into action and squanches the fucking squanches. I'm making a word. Squanch! I'm going to squanch it! Wow. In the aftermath yeah. of this shit. After squanching so damn hard. Squanch dough. Fyodor's secret police fucking skills kick into fucking overdrive. Overdrive. He had the rebellion either whipped to death, broken on the rack, or their limbs broken by fucking beaten. Oh, I think that's called Brodequin. Brodequin? Yeah. Explain. What? It's, nope. a, it's a torture hammer. A torture hammer? Yeah. I, when that's you said cool. Brodequin, I thought it was like Brony, like Harlequin. Harlequin. No, no, no. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a French torture hammer. Mm. That was specialized in... Uh, murdering or... Mashing fuckers. Mashing limbs. Mashing fuckers. Yes, cool. I know this from death metal. All right. Continue. So the people that got off lightly that weren't fucking, like, killed by whipping or, you know, being beaten to death had a little bit of light torture. Just just a tiny bit. Casual um, torch. He would use sophisticated iron thumb screws. Oh, no. And uh, toe screws. Well, I didn't know there was a foot equivalent of that. A foot version of the thumb screws. Wow. And slowly roast their backs and flanks with red-hot iron pincers. Ooh, mm -mm. this to, guy's an asshole. Yeah, to get them to uh, admit they were part of the rebellion. Whoa. He's Darth Vader of Russia. Yeah, he is. Wow. He's like, yo, were you fucking part of this revolution? Luke, Russia is your mother. <laughs> Motherland. <laughs> Russia's your mother and your dad. It's all different. I have sex with holes in the ground. Because I fuck your mother. Cigarette out on tongue. Yeah. Ooh. In the end, 1,182 Shretskis were executed. And 101 were whipped or exiled. Peter thought that was a shit. He was like, dank. He's like, yo, you did it for me, dog. Cool. And uh, he called fucking uh, Fyodor... His Caesarian Majesty, or the Prince Caesar of Russia. So it's like, one step b below fucking Peter, mm. the Tsar. Oh, so he's demoted? Kind of? Well, no, because he wasn't Tsar. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. So Fyodor returns the head of secret police for a while. Still fucking lapping in the whole tortured people. I'm the best. Peter loves me. Mm. And one of these days, he throws a party for the Tsar, Peter, and, the, and a bunch of Russian diplomats. And during the party, Peter unexpectedly pulls out a massive set of barber's razors. What do you mean, like straight edges? Yeah, like a straight edge. Like okay. a fucking Amazon. Oh. All right. Right. I have Russian one of those. Boys. And quote from someone that was there. After passing amongst his friends and embracing them, he began to shave off their beards. <laughs> Uh, beard shaving. 
Let me shave your beard while I touch you. Beard. Given his political stature, none of his associates dared to question his actions. And the next day, he imposed a beard tax on everyone in Russia that was enforced by Fyodor. So if you had a beard, you'd have to pay, what is it, rupees they have? Yeah, it was rupees. So they'd have to pay... It was scaled. So if you're very rich, you paid a fuck ton. Uh, If you're poor... But that's how you should find motherfuckers. But for a beard, Doug? No, no, I'm not saying... No, no, no. I'm all about scaled fines. Leave the beards out of it. Yeah. All right, I agree with that that statement. But Mm. I don't want to fucking pay for my beard. No, no. It's free. I shouldn't have to pay for my beard. Well, we're in America. We don't have to worry about that. Travis and Tom have very, very respectable beards. Cody, being a shitty Pacific Islander, has just pubic scrub. You just have a face that needs to shine, baby. Yeah, I want to see that face every day. What essentially? What? What did? What? What did your boy see beards as? If he was, if he was so opposed to them, I think he just saw them as. Well, my boy just was enforcing Peter. Right, right. But Peter saw the beard. Peter saw them as fucking barbarian. Yes. Wow. They they saw him as like caveman relics. We are. We are. We are English more than cavemen. So dullards would grow beards. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and but you think of Russia, they have some pretty badass. They grow some thick hair. Tsar Nikolai had dope ass yeah. facial hair. Just, he had a fucking it, it, a beard to to write home about. Why fucking squanch that? Because you know what it, I'm saying beards were like a way of life back. It's just like your biological scarf. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'd perish in a second in Russia. Cody's dead already. Mm-hmm. Cody Co- died in a uh, a bad visit to Russia. Cody didn't make it off the train. He just collapsed on the platform. He mm. was the shiniest boy. He was he devoid of was devoid so of chin scruff. Peter loved the fact that fucking Fedor enforced the shit. And he gave him his own palace. Really? Free palace. Rapture palace. Free palace. Nice. And Fedor had a very interesting aspect on uh, hospitality. Yeah. Did he now? He did. He would keep tamed bears for his guests. What? And what he would do is he would offer them peppered brandy. The bears? Fucking, the no, no, guests? like his guests. Okay. Pepper, pepper brandy. Pepper so brandy. anyone who came over, and he offered them peppered brandy. With here's, bears in the back room. Yeah, he's basically like, if you have like friends that are in the hot sauce, he's like, here's the hottest sauce. Fucking try it, bruh. <laughs> it's yeah, from Seattle. <laughs> it's from Seattle. Your butthole will hurt the next day with that brandy. Thank God I didn't drink that. As but brandy if, you, should. if you were that man and you said, thank God I didn't drink that. He'd have the tamed bear rip your clothes, your hat, and your wig off. Amazing. And fucking be like, yo, dude, you didn't drink my brandy. Do you know what I find the most amazing about that? A bear being able to distinguish a wig from regular regular hair. These are Russian bears. They're clever. Oh, right. They've been in space. Even before they had a, even before they had, before they had a space a program, they were they born were already in space. Yeah. They're already there in space. They, they came from space. They came yeah, down. They're, they're Russian bears. Did you hear that voice crack? Space. <laughs> this is my bear. He's going to rip your dick off because it looks like a fucking Groucho Marx mustache. <laughs> Cosmonauts. Another thing is than astronauts. Another thing he's lo- he loved to take his work home. Ever had someone that just loves to take their work home? I work. Well, I've been working at home much. for the last seven years. So. I've been working at your home too. Yeah. Well, right, but you're different. But there's people that are like, there's people like, hey, I took my work home. Uh, Theodore took his work home. He was one of those bros, but his work was fucking secret police. So huh. he had a had a private torture chamber installed in his basement. Oh shit! So he'd bring home political prisoners 
torture the fuck out of them. Smear them apparently his neighbors would complain about the screams. Well, I guess those palaces were pretty close. They, yeah, I mean, this is a big palace, but you could still fucking hear the screams. Didn't Ooh. put enough insulating foam up. Yeah, really. Tom, you need that. I couldn't find how this guy died, but apparently after he died in 1717, someone described him as a monstrum by appearance and a vicious tyrant by character. So not a good chap. Not a good chap. Train bears. When I said you were the fucking rice god, yeah. the fucking grain god, Sure. This dude makes me the stupid pet animal god. Yeah, you got Tycho Brahe. Tycho Brahe and a moose. Yeah, and a fucking and bear a midget. Man. And mid- that's not a that pet. A, that's, that's a hired a guy. <laughs> that's a terrible. Okay, yeah. that dude. Are still you really going to split hairs on Christmas with me for this? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not Tom, going to. Tom, I'm sorry. You're right. Long You're right. Cuddled. Dutch astronomers definitely considered um, people of small stature to be pets. Thank You're right, you. and that's wrong. I'm not for that. No. And but, yeah, we throw the M word but, around, but, but, you know, at the same time... Painting a picture. Yes, I'm painting a picture. Fuck you. Fuck oh, you. Hey! Fuck oh! you in the highest lovely regard. Basically, this guy was the start of the Russian police. I mean, if... Russian it, secret police. Yeah, Russian secret police. Definitely still happen now. You like a, you like a little Putin? This guy? Oh, this shit. Putin. Putin part on fucking KGB. He was a Putin per favor, if you will. Putin per favor. Yeah, dog. Putin per favor. All right. Next, on to the next boy. Yeah, let's move on to the next boy. All right. I got Next motherfucker up. Let's go, Cody. 1817. 1817. Anyway, the next boy on our list. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, my dick is getting so hard. 18... It's getting close to 2017. Uh, 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 it's already uh, 2017, you fucker. The one, the only, the lovable Jonas Hawkins as our next subject on the Roast Mortem cast. Jonas Ooh. Hawkins. Yeah. What the fuck is this, bruh? He was a letter runner of the Culper Spy Ring, a.k.a. George Washington Spy Network. George Washington, you mean the first president of these United yes, States. that fucker, the only six-star general to ever grace America. Dude, so he's like James Bond, but American. He's super America. Wooden teeth, motherfucker. Is that John, uh, Johnny Quest? That's a Johnny Quest theme song. Yeah, it's basically a Johnny Quest theme song. Yeah, the new Johnny Quest. So didn't this happen locally? I know a little bit about the spy ring. When you say locally, what are you talking about here in magnificent Huntington? I'm talk- uh, on Earth? I'm talking about Long Island. Long- the longest dick island 
This in is the world. currently where the Roast Mortem podcast is recorded. Yes. Lovely island of long. That's where the spiring was, uh, right? Uh, Tell us about this, Jonas Hawkins. I fucking will. Don't fucking rush me, you little shit hawk. Fuck my anus. <laughs> I'm going to let this let this pause be as pregnant as it needs to be. All right. My, anus, load up. Is, my anus is pregnant now. Talking about motherfucking Jonas Hawkins and the Culver Spy Ring. So this is essentially Washington's boy during the Revolutionary War. Okay. He did an intel network amongst the filthy redcoats. You know them, right, Tom? Uh, I know intel. Great processors. Thank you for missing the point entirely. So by redcoats, you mean the righteous? Yeah, the, the Brits. No, the redcoats, you those, mean... Those who were easier to shoot in the jungles of Northern America. No, no, you got it all wrong. By the redcoats, you mean... The righteous people. God the people that were on the right side Travis of Travis is a loyalist, everyone. Yeah. Fuck yes, I am a loyalist! Jesus Christ. So, essentially, I'm gonna let you guys know what Jonas Hawkins' job was in the Culper spy ring. He eventually would chicken out and not do this anymore for his country. Bitch ass. You eat that full plate of shit, whether you like it or exactly. not. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, the way I want to paint this guy as an asshole is... I personally don't feel like his job was too hard, but I'll paint it. You guys let me know if you would do this for your country in the middle of wartime. All right. I'm probably not going to paint it with any Will Smith-isms. I know that's a big hit. Yeah, We've because, done that already. Yeah, we did. But We're moving on. We're yeah. a progressive podcast. I mean, basically, it's like, like, I'm American. We all have to prove ourselves as Americans. We've all been to Arby's once. At mean? least once. What you You've been to Arby's once. Twice. Twice. You're more American than I have. I know. Do you get the runs? I'm not a loyalist, so of course I get the runs. <laughs> I'm not filled with shit. I let it go. All right. Are we ready to move on? Yeah, yeah, we can okay, move on. Great. Sorry, Cody. Great. So anyway, in New York City, a reporter by the name of Townsend had a press pass, and he used it to his advantage to spy on local British troops, a.k.a. the number of them where they were and what kind of equipment they were toting in the area of New York City. NY. NYC. That's where Travis and I were. I mean, you could probably just tell who they were because they were in that Yankees hat on, on their I don't the think those were back... No, those weren't around back then. The Yankees had a different connotation back then. The, um, uh, like the bad connotation? Hey, yeah, I'd probably you. say bad... I'm going to just stick the loyalists. I'm yeah. in the loyalist. Cody, move on. Ignore this fucking heathen. Guess what? You want fucking national health care? Move to Canada. Move to Australia. America? Fucked up. Amen. <sighs> Townsend. Shut up. <laughs> move on. <laughs> Townsend, part-time New York City reporter, part-time general dry goods feed store manager. Oh, dry goods. Yeah, two. Oh, yeah, two. Yeah, two jobs. I don't you, think you need. Uh, I don't think you need drug. to be behind a certain country to understand the, the goods that are dry goods. You want the driest of the goods. Mm-hmm. His shop was located somewhere between New York City and Seatocket, here on Long Island. You mean Seatocket? What? Is that Cody, you're not from, from Long Island. Island. I'm not. No, I'm well, from different well, island. Excuse me. In Cody's defense, no one ever goes out to Setauket. No, there's no reason to go to Setauket. Did I not say Setauket? What did I say? There's no, a you big... said Setauket. Setauket. Which is fine. Which is fine. Which is fine that's... But like... Well, that's how it's spelled, but God. that's how Long Island is saying. Yeah. But no one ever goes there. If anyone's, if anyone's like not originally from Long Island, there's a bunch of stupid Native American words that we learn very quickly, like hop hog. And fucking to talk it 
In this the, island, Massapequa. Yeah, I mean, Cody's from a different island, and then he was in Missouri. Yeah, I can't so. pronounce fucking Kamehameha or whatever. The it's fuck called Hawaii. From. That's the yeah, Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii. It's part of this country, actually. Yeah, yeah true. Nah, all right, whatever. Only after, only after Pearl Harbor. Mm, no, little known fact. No, before known fact, before Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Harbor, it was part of this nation. No, it was not. We had a we had an army base there, but it wasn't part of this country before. We were like, hey, Pearl we feel Harbor bad incident. for you, Japan. I fucking hate you guys so much. Why? Love you, dude. I love you so much, baby. Dude, remember when Goku showed up to your island and did a Kamehameha? That's not. Oh, the that's same no. That's... Ah, he was like Kamehameha. That's not the same. All right, Kamehameha. Cody, let's move along. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're bad. There's stupid shit online. So we're naughty boys painting naughty pictures. Essentially, a New York City reporter by the name of Townsend would take notes of the British in New York City and the surrounding areas, and then take those notes to his dry goods store, which our boy Jonas Hawkins would enter as a courier from Long Island. Mm. Okay. So he walked into this store owned by, you know, essentially a spy ring mm. participant operative. Be like, I have an order from Long Island. Here it is. And he would hand him a written letter that was pretty much a ciphered code from George Washington being like, hey, what's going on in your area? Right. Townsend would rewrite in code what's going on in his area, a.k.a. New York City, a very viable area, and put it into a letter which he would sneak into the order that Jonas Hawkins placed at the store. So this Jonas Hawkins would place like an order for dry bird feet, whatever. Right, and he and would actually fulfill the order. Fulfill the order and, and then put the letter in be... the seed. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. So that's how he would get the letter to Long Island. A little spicy boy in there. Yes, he's a spicy boy. I like him, he's a spicy boy. So this was, was the start of Jonas's responsibility. Go to the store with an order, you know, a store order that was essentially codified, like what's going on in your area, mm-hmm. and then so he doesn't have much of a big like no, role. It's not like a, he just drop. He's just like the fucking. No, it's he's not a, a huge role. Thank he's you. a courier. Courier is is, right. a, is a great way to describe what he's doing, and that's the start of Jonas's responsibility, which is not ridiculous you know what i mean no his cover was i'm a courier from long island that's exactly what he was yeah if he gets right. caught he doesn't have to explain dick. no he doesn't yeah he'd be like yeah. my bad i don't know i was dropping <laughs> all this flower yeah it was like, filled with flashlights i don't know exactly to which like if if i was in jonas's shoes i would be like i can't read you know yeah, I mean? yeah forgot that, about that no, no one, one could read, can read. yeah like so like one in five people could read back yeah then. if you can't read if, if a british guard stops you and you have a codified message on you just say you can't read that makes you a ponzi you're still you know like you might get yeah, killed you know, about lashes oh yeah. fucking whipped but, but yeah like, yeah it, it stops the ring from being discovered all you have yeah. you just have to be played dumb it's not ridiculous so his his job his legitimate job was letter runner but his fake job was courier i don't see too much of a difference between those two things no, do you guys no, not really yeah no. it's like all you have to do is leave out the part i where... thought those were the same thing yeah i exactly. thought that was synonymous like if you get caught all you have to do is leave out the part where the information you're moving is detrimental to the british so that's saying like 
Like you get pulled over by yeah. the cops, and they're just like, "Don't your say shit. you have weed on you." This is me boss's <laughs> car, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. They got the address. Yeah, come under the bus. This is a super easy cover to maintain. Yes. Letter runner acting as a courier. Yep. You can't fuck this up. Amen, dude. Can you? Like I, like you're essentially doing the job you claim to be. Just leave out the part where it's sensitive information. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm -hmm. all you have to do. Boy, I need you to travel with some information, but if anyone asks you what it is, it's just a letter. So you're a very important information carrier, but if anyone asks you, you'll say you're a letter boy. Mm. And all of a sudden, you're torn between how to describe yourself, even wow. though you've been told. This got very serious. It did. Yeah. How do you describe yourself, Tom? Oh, drink! Oh, oh, my drink! I spilled oh, it. Oh, spilled the drink! It. All right, hold on. Keep moving on. No cables. Are Keep going. Fucked. All right. Fine. Yeah, it's all soldiering wet. through. Oh, quit! <laughs> <laughs> soldiering through, Cody. So Jonas would approach Townshend at his general store, place an order that would be codified. There would be a letter smuggled in amongst the dry goods that Townshend would let Jonas leave with. You know what I mean? So Jonas mm -hmm. would be like. I need a half bale of feed, and within that feed would be intelligence from Townsend reporting in New York City. Mm. And essentially, at this point, it was Jonas's job to move that intelligence back into Long Island, aka where this podcast is being recorded right now, and bury it within a field. This is called a dead drop, aka the recipient and sender don't actually need to be in the same place at the same time. So, like, you're saying my de the dead drop could be in my backyard. The dead drop was actually in a Long Island field of cattle. Yeah, which could it be anywhere. A, yep. It, it was, a, anyone's it was a buried box anyone's backyard. in a field of cattle. Yep. Could be anyone. So we could pull any, up. Anyone's quarter acre piece of property <laughs> in Nassau County. Anyone, anyone's fucking... I could pull up Hawkins' penis. Selden. Could you? He didn't leave his penis he in the ground. There's no part of what Cody is saying that's like, I didn't hear that part. He could have cut it off for the Brits, for the Americans. What you just said about you not hearing that part <laughs> kind of confirms what I was just saying about how you hadn't heard that Very part. Very true, Cody. Because just Cody didn't listen. say Cody. dick about him leaving Cody, his stick in the ground. Cody, just move on. Just move on. I don't understand what's going on anymore. I'm... I'm dead to the world. Aaron Woodhull would be the recipient of this dead drop in the middle of the bovine pasture field. Aaron Woodhull. That must be Woodhull School, right? Oh, in the Huntington, Long Island. There's a bunch of streets oh. and schools named after Aaron Woodhull mm, here in there. this neighborhood. Woodhull would add his own intelligence to this package and send it across the Devil's Belt, a.k.a. the Long Island Sound, as it's known today. Way cooler than Long Island Sounds. Because on Long Island be the devil's veiny cock. Yeah. Or Scrooge. Or scro no, Scrooge scro is like New Jersey. Yeah, Scrooge's definitely New Jersey. It's also kind of ball-shaped New oh, Jersey. Oh, if it's an upside-down cock? It bulges a little bit. No, no, no it's no, like no, a no. cock. Like, you know, um, oh, if it's a lateral cock. Yeah, yeah, lateral yeah. cock. Yeah, yeah, lateral. lateral cock. Okay, okay. It's not a very big cock compared to the balls, because Jersey's pretty big. Jersey's big, yeah, right. for sure. But Long Island would definitely be the, the, the erect penis. Of Satan's... Of Satan's... Tiny penis. Satan's <laughs> tiny penis. Woodhull would a look across the Long Island Sound, a.k.a. the Devil's Belt. He would look at Anna Strong's clothesline. Dude, I want to look at Anna Strong's clothesline. That's a nice clothesline to yeah. stare at. She had size double F tits. I don't know what size her tits were, but I she... do. I did some research behind your back. What? 
moving on. It is right, because this is America. Thanks, Tom. Cody, a, can you continue? Woodhull would look across the Long Island Strand to Anna Strong's clothesline. If Anna Strong, perchance to hang a black petticoat upon G-string. her clothesline. G-string. Black petticoat. G-string. Woodhull would look to Anna Strong's clothesline. If a black petticoat was hung, Woodhull would have to also count the number of handkerchiefs on this clothesline. And those number of handkerchiefs would correspond to predetermined dead drops for the next phase of the spy ring. Nice. Mm. So if you look up Anna Strong's backyard, you see a black petticoat, count the number of handkerchiefs also on the line, would range between one and six. Those one, if it was one, it would be a certain dead drop. If it was six, it would be another one. The letters of intelligence would then be transferred to this codified dead drop, which Captain Brewster of a whaling vessel, which has an excuse to be fucking everywhere at that given period in time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a whaler. I, right. He just th- fucking I chills. have a ship. I go anywhere where the whales are, which is... This is business people. Exactly. They don't, they don't care about our, no... our political influence. Yeah, Brewster had a reason to be fucking everywhere. Whalers, whalers just went with it. It's Moby Dicks. Moby hard dicks. <laughs> Brewster would then transfer the contraband, sensitive information letters... To a chain of dragoons, aka like soldier messengers, and they would pass the baton every fifteen miles until the message got to Tallmatch. So a little redundancy going on. There. Yeah, a little redundancy, just like passing the baton. Like Somebody I traveled called... fifteen miles with my horse. Him and I are tired. Your turn. Run right. towards Tallmatch, and Tallmatch was the leader of the Culper spy ring that reported directly to General Washington. Mm. Question: The Culper spiring. Yeah, that was entirely Hawkins' idea. No, it was Washington's idea by way of Maldridge. Okay, or Talmadge. Hawkins is a bitch. Hawkins was the guy who fucked it up. Yes. No, he didn't fuck it up. He just chickened out way too early with what I feel is too light of a responsibility. Essentially, his job was to take a codified letter that looked like. A feed store order, right? To Woodhall, who owned a feed store, Woodhall would fulfill the order. You know what I mean? Yeah. With with a secret letter in the seed, and then he would have to take this the secret order that was hidden in the seed and put it in a dead drop. Okay. That's all he had to do. Right. I don't think that's a lot for no, a spy, and it's not. And also, um, a spy ring, if you. Put it together right, there's no one who has too much responsibility. It's all compartmentalized. Right, exactly. So no one gets in, no one gets to eat all the heat. Not a lot of people no. know each other's names. Yeah. So, I mean, essentially, like, all he had to do was run a message up to a general store and then run that general store's message into a dead drop. Yeah. He, which, could, play, he could play stupid. He could. Especially if he claims he can't read, which did, is did the he, type did, of servants general stores would send out. Yeah. Did he? Did he fucking call out the spy ring, or was he just like, eh, can't do it? But like, did no, he no, 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 no. He, was, he there. There was a successor to him, Austin Rowe. Right. And he just pretty much let Austin Rowe do his job I after see. he chickened. I can't it. do it. I can't drop up the flower. He was afraid of getting caught with right. uh, with while fucking Satoshi. Yeah, he was afraid of being caught while hot. So essentially, like he was hot the entire time he was taking the codified message to the general store until 
he was at the dead drop. How did this bitch die? After he was at the dead, after he was at the dead drop, he was totally clean though. You know what I mean? So I feel like me myself, I'm putting my neck in line. I'll say Cody McCann is willing to do Jonas Hawkins's job. I would. It's not ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like all you have to do, yeah. bring a message to a store. Bring that store's message to a dead drop. Just keep your the, fucking mouth shut. Exactly. The riskiest moment of your job is accessing the dead drop. So, Cody, yeah, I actually wrote you a little. I wrote you a little firing. Oh God, firing me, memo. All right, let me wrap this up. So he's like it. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah. Right, let me know, let me know how this no, fucking no, no, bitch no. died. Yeah, let me know. He how died how. very uninterestingly, old age in his manner because he survived the war because he was just a lowly, cowardly letter runner that. Opted out halfway through. Lame. Exactly. Jonas Hawkins died April 24th, 1817 at Mills Pond. Just a stone's throw from where we're actually Oh, he died there. Yep. There's Mm. a restaurant there. Comfy in his own home from old age because he was a spy, not an actually combatant. This holiday podcast, as we said, we're going through short ones. Yeah, it's like speed dating. It's speed hating. That's what it is. Speed hating. Yeah. We're here to to speed hate. We don't care about their fucking death so much. Christmas. We're speed hating. So, Cody, I'm going to give you this, like, I want to give you this little uh, code I gave you. Yeah, see if you can. Play along at home. See if you can beat the code. Look up what's the name of the spy ring? The Culper Spy Ring. C U L P E R Spy Ring. So, look up Culper Spy Ring code. Yep. 314. 363. 363. 603. 708. 708. 282. 282. 160. 160. Do I have to decipher this while you're fucking around? You have to decipher it. All right, so whatever you want. Okay. Well, while I'm deciphering that, I put Jonas Hawkins on the board as kind of a coward because his job was pretty much simple. Just move a letter from point A to point B secretly. That's not too difficult if you, like, assume... He could just play dumb. Yeah, he could have always always played dumb. Like, I I don't know how to read. Hey, I hear that, man. Idiot. Coward. I agree wholeheartedly, because I'm not a loyalist. Like like this guy. Patriots over here. Alright, so let's... We're gonna move along to the next one. So, stay tuned. Okay, uh, so moving into the closest century to ours, the fuck. last 17, if you will, 1917. 20th century, bitches! Hey. Yes, so what I have in store for this is Frank Gotch. Nice to Gotch. Who's that? Meech. Now, Frank Gotch, yeah. my, my little intro for this is Gotcha, flipped you, pin you, ninny. You know what oh. I'm saying? <laughs> he's a wrestler. He's a hey. wrestler. And he's Gotch. He's fucking Gotch. I gotcha. I gotcha. He's got you in the most frankest way. Exactly. So Frank Gotch was a wrestling Michael Jordan. <laughs> he was born April 27th, 1877. Uh-huh. Frank Gotch came from humble beginnings in Humboldt, Iowa. He picked up wrestling in his early teens, shortly after was pretty well known in the area for being able to beat up anyone. Mm. Like, And this is professional wrestling. The same thing as we see the WWE for. With all right. the scripted stuff, but at the same time, 
back then it wasn't so scripted. Right. So this was kind of like legitimate, like street fighting, or was this like um, it, still had rules? It, it it had rules. You couldn't. There was no. You really couldn't do the dirty work shit. It wasn't like they like up, kick m- you in the balls. It was it was the showmanship that they had, but you, okay. you weren't. Right. There was no producers writing the outcomes. Hmm. Right. No you Vince act- McMahon. Yeah, exactly. But the dramatics were very much appreciated at the time. So this was the shit to watch. Okay. Mm. So if, if if you had a wrestling event coming to your town, you didn't have to be a wrestling fan because there was none of that, oh, it's fake. First of all, it's not fake. It's scripted. The guys Thank today you. still kick their fucking asses to do this shit. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're pu- fucking punching someone in the face. Mm-hmm. Those dudes fucking go off the turnbuckle, do flippy shit, boys, hit each other with fucking nails and fucking weird shit. Yeah. Like, it's it's hardcore. It's a feat. You know? It's it's entertainment. Right. So this is kind of like um, the middle ground between Ro- Greco-Roman wrestling and the sport that is today. Right. Okay. So it's not completely scripted, and they're kind of fucking each other up, It's but not like... You know, yeah, there's still a showmanship involved, and this right. is uh, back in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Okay, in 1899, his first largely publicized match was against a dude who claimed to be a furniture salesman. Okay, so the <laughs> Bob's discount furniture. <laughs> <laughs> it was Bob. It was <laughs> yeah. It was fucking. Bob. How did Bob fare? This furniture salesman. From a town just down the road there, Gotch lost his match to oh, the fuck. salesman after two hours of manhandling. Later to find out that this furniture salesman was no furniture salesman at all, but American <gasps> heavyweight champion Dan McLeod. What the Whoa! fuck? Yeah. That's the theatrics. That's why I'm comparing it to what we see as modern day wrestling. This guy comes in out of nowhere. He's just like, I'm just a furniture salesman. I'm Bob's. I advertise in all the local metropolitan areas. For my couches that don't work that well, because you're gonna have to nail them together later. You're gonna love your new sleep. You're gonna love this great. It's Bob a great. O it's a great twin. It's a great twin. Bob great twin. O fucking, Whoa! fucking haymaker. Right. So shortly after, Gotch got to challenge another former heavyweight champion named Martin Burns, and Martin Burns beat his ass in 11 minutes. Ooh. But was also very impressed by his movement. And Burns decided to take Gotch under his wing and began training him. I like turning, how you move. Turning Gotch into America's baby, if you will. The oh. Hulk Hogan of the time. This guy fucking kicked ass. He was touring the country. He was going all over the place, destroying motherfuckers. I he, am the real Gotch boy. Fight for, for your Gotch. Re- I got your man's. Fight for your Sanch. Fight for your Gotch. So Gotch was a icon in America for being a fantastic wrestler. And he challenged the reigning American heavyweight champion, Tom Jenkins. Gotch actually lost the first match before defeating Jenkins in a rematch January 27, 1904 to take the championship. Gotch's dick got so hard for the world heavyweight champion, but he didn't want just America. He wanted the world heavyweight champion. And you know who that was? Of course not, because this is 1904. It was a veiny German. Right? It was a Russian. Oh! It was a really cool. Veiny, veiny wow, Russian. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and uh, actually, he wasn't really Russian. He was Estonian, but that was, like, close mm. enough at the time. Close. Okay. Yes. Yeah. This is very close. 
His name was George Hackenschmidt. Mm. An Estonian. Which actually kind of sounds like a German name, so I'm glad it you does. brought that up. Yeah. But he was also known as the Russian Lion. Ooh, Ooh the Russian Roar, hear my, hear my dickhole spit hot fire. Roar, roar, I am the Russian lion. A Russian lion is a bear, by the way. Cody, what's this? Are you, Travis, uh, intimate liquid in your eye? Yeah, dog. What the fuck are you distracting me with? That's I'm trying to listen to Tom. To you, bro. Oh, that was, oh, okay. God that, fucking damn it. <laughs> I wasted so much time on that. All right, so that, that was, uh. That was, yeah, that was a cipher from our previous segment. That Dog, I just wanted the you. The spy ring. I just wanted you and George Washington, the filthy fucking rebel. Fucking no. Intimate liquid in your eye. <laughs> yeah, Travis Shit. ciphered me the message, intimate liquid in my eye, and I deciphered that while Tom was doing his segment. <laughs> you're so bad. I Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Travis, you're horrible. So back to Gotch. Gotch. After a couple of years of the Russian lion putting off his whole challenge, the two met in 1908. Their match lasted two hours as well, in which Gotch fought with poor sportsmanship. Oh? Thumbing and butting Hackenschmidt until he was bloody as fuck. What is thumbing? thumbing? I don't know, but I saw that on two websites. It's thumbing. Very, it sounds uh, very aggressive. Yeah, I mean, either thinking in the eye or the anus. Yeah, Something there's like no that. other... Where, where else does yeah, the There's only go? two places your thumb can go. Thumb only goes Eyes into your body. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about where your thumb could go on someone else's body to make them bloody. Both I or the butthole. I or right. butthole. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. if there's a ref, then I definitely think it's the butthole because the butthole is way more sneaky Why? than an eye. No, it's not. If you're going in the eye. No, everyone's no, going to know you stuck Travis. a thumb in the eye. No one's going to know if you stuck a thumb in the butthole. Why use your the... thumb underneath my singlet? Because I'm wrestling you, dog. <laughs> That's not... Dude, you don't know where my thumb is going when I'm wrestling you. Travis you know Wild Thumbs Lee. Yeah, watch out for these thumbs. They're not these going in your eye. Lo- these loyalist thumbs. It's not going up your brain. I'm not letting that one go. <laughs> so Hackenschmidt actually complained to the ref, saying Gotch was covered in oil. Oh, but, slimy boy. Yeah, he slimed himself up nice. Oh, so Gotch, no. right here, this is why I thought he was a good person to that pick That doesn't on. wash off. He's a greasy fuck. He's a crazy. He's he's literally greasy. He's figuratively greasy for the same <laughs> reasons. God damn it! It's all in one. <laughs> Lay it out. Gotch wins his dirty, stinking match against Hackenschmidt and takes the world title, and he holds on to it until 1913. Mm, now okay. he's wrestling motherfuckers all his days. He is a national treasure. Mashing boys. Yeah, even Teddy Roosevelt came out and watched a few of his matches. Teddy, for real? Yeah, that's cool. He was a fan. I mean, Teddy, having Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy like, Roosevelt like wrestled bears and shit. Yeah, exactly. Moose, bears, anything. <laughs> I mean, it might have been with a gun, but he still wrestled. <laughs> He's a pretty badass motherfucker. So Gosh actually ends his professional wrestling career in 1913. Excuse me. He, he hands over a belt. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm done with this wrestling federation. At the time, it wasn't like WWE. There was a whole bunch of companies that were working together, different promotions and mm. shit. But, but there's would... still like a federation going on where like he had a belt. Yes. Well, um, the federations, if you were, were competing for belts. Oh, okay, so okay, it okay. wasn't it wasn't one giant umbrella company, but all the companies recognized the one championship. single champion, it's like the Olympics of the time. Con- yeah, that's a good way of right. putting it. Where it's, uh, uh, yeah, all these federations are co- are countries. 
Right, or like ba- but they all recognize the same medals. Like baseball has like the East and the West League, but there was maybe more. Going uh, on. Yeah, kind no, like... there were there were lots of promotions at right, the time. Yeah. So Gotch continued wrestling while he was retired, but it, he was doing it under the Cells Floto Circus, and what he was doing was challenging anyone who wanted to wrestle him if they can withstand him being in the ring. With them for fifteen minutes, they would win two hundred and fifty dollars. That's pompous and fuck. Very pompous. Fuck that. Nobody ever won against him. Right. Yeah, because he was a fucking All you maniac. Stay animal. That's not pompous. If you he's a maniac. Beat the show. Also, also, I'm I'm gonna throw this out there. There were probably plants in the audience. Bones. Oh yeah. Realistically, uh, but he, you know, the guy had serious fucking strength. Cut his mind. Right, but he yeah, didn't want to get his fucking the, the shit. <laughs> He didn't want to get the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. I'm sure he could take anyone. It was still wrestling rules. They wouldn't let a boxer walk in there and just fucking knock him out. Shut it, up, You'd Connor. still have to use Greco-Roman You'd have to use tables, ladders, or chairs. Right. What? Or, well, technical wrestling. They would do, Shoot like, um, he he was known for what they called, I think it was called a foothold. A foothold? No, excuse me. foothold, No, no, his move was called a toehold. Tom, what's a toehold? So imagine uh, your toes were arms, and uh, you know what an arm (laughs) bar is? I don't know if that's being made up, Tom. Uh, Well, it wasn't because he actually developed that when he was younger. Even the Russian lion himself trained for those four years he put off the championship belt to resist the toehold. The toehold. Because everyone knew. That Gotch got you in the toehold. You, you were done. You were, you done. were fucking done. Hey, Gotch in the toehold. Right. Hey, Gotch. To wrap up Gotch, he died in 1917. In a headlock. Uh, he died in a dicklock, actually. Because, oh. Uh, <laughs> no, he probably, he died at the age of 40. Really? Yeah. That's he a died, young boy. Well, I mean, a lot of wrestlers die young, but um, there was some kind of poisoning that they say he died from, but it was probably syphilis. Oh, got a little sif. Yeah, he got the sif. So he died in 1917. When did you say he was born? 1877. Okay, so he wasn't fighting in the World War One. No, he no. wasn't. So a, lot, a lot of people got syphilis from World War One. He had been married a couple of years, so I'm sure that he had gotten syphilis from someone who wasn't his wife. His, mm. di- his wife probably died from syphilis after he had married her. Banged someone else, went back to his wife, banged her. I don't really know the story with her. They're all they're all buried together. I think him, syphilis. Have... I think syphilis is mainly a male disease. Really? Yeah, I think. Hmm. Well, I think I think women can be carriers. Oh sure. Oh, okay. but like the men get fucked up. On it's predominantly... oh, like chlamydia, reverse chlamydia. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. If you have syphilis, go to the doctor. Yeah, either way, get rid of it. <laughs> get rid of that shit. So that's Frank Gotch. We've gone through nine stupid idiots in history. They all died on the 17th of their century. And now we've reached 2017. The 10th. 
zone. That yeah. Want to answer. Yeah. <laughs> it's all by choice. And for for 2017, I want to pass it off to everyone and see who who died this year. So this, this, year. this century, this 17th century. Now, Frank Gotch was the last idiot 100 years ago. Frank Gotch died. Yeah. Right. And let's be clear, a lot of idiots died between now and then. For sure. Absolutely. But what are we dealing with this year? Um, I'm also going to throw out there, this year, it's not all hate. No. Because we live in this year, and yeah. we're sensitive, and we have feelings. Yeah, we do. And my dick is soft. What? It's soft. Okay. <laughs> we touched it. I want to get hard. We touched on, a, I think, one man this year that died. Yes, we had done the Chuck Berry Chuck episode. Berry. Yeah. We listened to that. Thank you so much. That's our most yeah. listened to cast right now. It is, yeah. He's a filthy man. With a but there's tape. so many other people that died this year that, you know, they might not be as filthy as Chuck. Chuck was pretty fucking gross. He was filthy. So we're pretty just going to talk about a few people who died. So, Cody, who do you think that... who who Who's your favorite person that died this year? Favorite Cody's, Cody's pick for 2017 is none other than Robert... Guillaume. I don't know who that is. He's the voice of Robert Eli Vance of the Half-Life 3 series. Oh, shit. No oh. dicks. So, He's along... got, like, clam, the clam boys that latch onto your head. Yeah, head crabs. Yeah. He, he, he never gets hit by a head crab. But he is one of the main characters of the Half-Life series. And as we all know, this year, 2017 of our lord, Half-Life has met its horrible and truncated end. As a mm. .txt file, Ugh. Robert Guillaume not returning as his role as Robert Eli Vance. They're not making Half-Life 3? They're not. Half-Life 3 exists as a .txt file on the interweb, which is very sad. That is a shame. Sorry, PC boys. Yeah. What does so, that boy do besides being Half-Life? Uh, I don't know. Oh, he was Rafiki during Lion King. It's pretty good, Travis. Yeah, dog. Yeah, that movie. <laughs> you might have recognized him as the voice of Rafiki. Dude, uh, remember when he threw fucking Simba off the cliff? I think that was a gif. No, that no, was a real. No, no, no. Disney never had Simba fly off the cliff. You watched the gif extra from Reddit. No, that was a real. That no, was real was it wasn't. Fuck you. Game. All right. Um, I remember when he figured out Simba was alive, and that guy looked like he was cracked out. Definitely drugs involved. Yeah, I've definitely Simbaed someone with like vagina juice. What are you talking about? It's tight, dude. Somebody get me away from this, <laughs> Travis. Who did you pick for 2017's death? I picked fucking Roger Moore. Oh, you know that. What's boy? wrong with him? He's the worst fucking Bond. That's what I'm saying. Out of all of them. Out of all of them. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know too much about him, but he was the f- worst fucking Bond. He was I'd rather He was take, a bad Bond. I'd rather take fucking Lazenby. Ooh, that's some fighting yeah. words, Travis. It's not fighting Those words. Those are fighting words, he motherfucker. Fuck, he fucking skied for the queen, dog. Oh. He skied uh, for the queen. What a fucking loyalist over here. Suck his own dick. Talk about queen skiing. Like Dude, it's you job. ever ski for the queen, dog? I didn't ski for shit. All right, I right. never skied. Who is it? Who? No. I'm wait. an American. I don't ski. Let's establish a timeline for the people playing at home. Who was after Moore? Uh, after Moore was... Uh, fuck, he did like two movies. 
can't remember his name. Was the guy? Who Timothy knows? Dalton. 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 Yeah. Okay. Dalton. And then it was Pierce Brosnan. I liked him actually. He was I have good. no idea yeah. why. He, he was, was all right. The the director is really bombed. Yeah, his director responsible so for the, some of the he worst was in CGI the worst ever. movies. Yeah, Bond sure. movies, but he wasn't a bad Bond. Some of the worst. CGI I mean, in my, in my opinion, it's fucking it's Sean Connery, Daniel Craig, Pierce Brosnan, then all the other Bonds besides Roger Moore, who's at the bottom. Right. Fucking piece. Moore is at the bottom for you. Moore is at the bottom. He had some cool villains. Jaws was a badass. Was he? What was he in? Uh, from Russia? No, that was uh, Sean Connery. That was Sean Connery. Yeah, terrible. Well, he's a bad Bond, but we also don't know anything about him because we intentionally didn't do any research on these fuckers for Tom, 2017. Happy yeah, holidays. Hey Tom, who do, who who who's your person? 2017. I think our worst loss was Don Rickles. Really? Mm. Yes. What do you mean by worst? I mean. In a comedy sense, we are running a comedy podcast, right? Mm -hmm. We are running a podcast that's built on making fun of people. Oh, yeah. Laughing is fun. Don Rickles was the king of that. Oh, yeah. Of laughing or making laugh. He made people laugh. He made fun of everyone. He wrote comedy that made fun of every single race. The old school mentality, which is so not 2017, which is a horrible place to be living right now when it comes to comedy and how you have to watch what you say to people i'm so happy 2018 is not even 10 days away yeah well we'll see how it turns from there it might get a little worse hopefully it gets better but the point being is that people live together and they made fun of each other and no one got so offended where they had to write fucking hashtags about it no one had to fucking write publications about how offended they were good old days you know so it's the idea of comedy making fun of people lighten the fuck up I mean, that's the fucking big thing. Like, we grew up in this generation was like, hey, we're colorblind. Dude, we're all different. Yeah. We're all yeah. fucking different. Yeah. Let's just make fun of people. Make fun of people. Don Rickles is a man. Yes. And that's why I brought him up. He's part of the hey, Rack Pack, right? Like, he was like in that Rack Pack generation. Well, he was part of the generation. He also had a big residency in Vegas and, oh, and hung out yeah. with like all those fucking dudes. You need to make friends that are willing to make fun of you. Yeah. yeah all 10 made. days that are left in this year. We lost a legend, and you know he was old as fuck, so it's not that. Yeah, it's not, it a, tra- it's not a tragedy. It's he's not old, a tragic he's an old loss. Man. He was old. He was 92, yeah. 93 or something like that. Not a tragedy, but a good head lost nonetheless. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I think it's fucking ridiculous. Like little, there wasn't little tales. Yeah, yeah let's do a little. little, little Once at Don Rickles little, for a uh, little dink for Don Rickles. <laughs> I think it's kind of ridiculous. Didn't that really happen this year? But last year. People that died, like 2016, right? Mm. People were like, oh my god, all these people died. Yeah, all these people died. Yeah, And most of them were old. You yeah. know what I mean? It was yeah. like, yo, you, they lived a fucking long-ass good life. Yeah. With prosperity. You know, and like, a lot of I feel that... like people realize, like, wow, 2016 was stupid. We, like, fucking made a big deal about all these old people dying. Honestly, if I live to, for whatever reason, science fucking hooks test, hub, test tubes fuck shit up. Me. All right, and I live in the fucking the twenty second century. Just fucking shoot me. Yeah, it's not worth it, dude. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I fucking shoot me. I'm all I'm all about scientific progression, so people can have full lives and not have the misery. Oh, yeah. But holy yeah. shit, kill me otherwise. But anyway, um, roast mortem celebration of death in its own right. Beautiful. Yeah. So, thank you for tuning in. Before you guys go away. 
real quick. Oh, you bought, oh, yeah. I bought a I bought a I bought a Christmas present for you guys. What'd you oh, do? Okay. What'd you do to us? Tom, we, we ate a bunch of pizza. Can you can you grab one of those pizza slices? What are you doing? Real quick. Okay, hold on. This is di- right. this is new for this us. This is different. I didn't mention this. Tom is going I'm little, across the studio. Get a little spicy. Tom's pulling out a pizza. Reaching slice. oh one Tom singular of slice of pizza that was available. So today, when I was uh, walking around in town, which town? Huntington. Huntington. Oh, I bought some Carolina Reaper. Where'd you buy from? From uh, some like it hot and spicy. That's a spice and Tabasco shop here in our oh town. My spice God. and Tabasco. Are we gonna sauce. eat this? Uh, I'll do it. Yeah, I was. I was I'm in. Right, I'll there. eat it. Why not? Um. So I just want to preface this. Um. That this is also. God, that looks dangerous. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck, this dude. is a uh, 1.569 million on the Scoville scale. God. This is the second most spiciest it, pepper ever. And we're all drunk, and you're going to try and get And we're all drunk. Hold on. Hold Fuck. On. Yeah, make, a little, make, make some little fucking slices. Do you have here. a plate? I just wanted to do a Merry Christmas. A Merry Christmas toast us. I guess this is fine. This is uh like the worst pepper ever. You fucking cocksucker. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> Travis is makeshifting us some more d'oeuvres right little, now. Just do a little dab on there. Just dab it on there. I know this isn't... This isn't hot ones. God. You can, you can. It's great. You're making it hot. I'm ones. making it one. I, where's my fucking camera? God damn it! I will, Tom, I will, can you? I will put this up on yeah, the. I'm hooking you up. Thank you, dude. On the uh, on the twitters oh, and Instagrams. Fuck, Travis, this is great. Thank you. All right, we're taking a. Picture. I might oh. regret this instantaneously. I'm you. ready to hate you. I'm oh, ready to hate one of oh, my yeah. best friends. Oh yeah, I'm dude, absolutely. Your, your butthole right. is gonna hate me. That's all I know. I'm taking a hey, bit how about how about we all tweet what? The state of our butthole is tomorrow, so the viewers know what's up. Well, hold on. Let me oh just... my god, my eyes are tearing. From what's just wiping is this? this? What's going on? Too. Where's my slice? Oh, you that's got yours. The tiny little thing. Oh, sorry. I feel like not enough is on my slice now. Oh, you want that's, more, dude? Yes, this, that's fine. I want more. That's this funny. is this is the no, hottest. No, you don't want any more. Yeah, though. I do. This is the hottest pepper. Um, camera, it's all shitty. Ah, who's got a that's good? It's not camera? gonna help it. You just licked it. Yeah, I totally licked. Why the fuck can I get Tabasco to fall out of the oh, That's a lot. Oh, Cody, no, 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 Cody, no, 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 Don't eat all that. That's good. That is too much, Cody. That's We'll find out after. Oh, my God. Here at the Roast Morning Podcast, we're about to get roasted in our anuses. Cody's going to be out for six weeks. I'm fine with that. All right. So this it. is uh, the hot, Hold one on. of the hottest. I'm going to steal Should a little I... bit of yours. Should I get my phone going or Travis? You, Travis you is, getting this covered? Travis is recording. I got some. You good? Travis is recording? Yeah. I might have to take another bite of that pizza. Cheers. Yeah. I love you, boys. Cheers, boys. <laughs> oh. That's an instant hit. Oh. Oh, Travis. Good idea. Not that bad. Not yet. It's going to kick in, though. And you're... So what do you guys think about uh 2018? What are you looking forward to? Uh, yeah. 2018. What am I? All right. What am I missing out on? What am I? What am I getting ready for? I'm personally getting ready for. We're we're about to pitch this video game. Um. Oh God, dude. <laughs> Travis, that sucked. Yeah, dog. <sighs> yeah, let me take a little eat this pizza. Oh shit. Mm. <clears throat> Give me that. We're pitching a video game. We're doing a video game. Uh, listen, this is... Mm. I'm going to just call it the Roast Morning Podcast. 
we're going. That's it. Thank you, everyone, You're for dead. tuning in. It was really painful. We oh, God, Travis. Much. I love you, but this sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Rushmore Podcasters. Well, Rushmore Podcast, thanks for listening. Yep. This uh, is Tom Saltman. Follow me at S-A-U-N-T-C-H-T on Twitter. Travis, what's your Twitter handle? Travis Legion. T-R-A-V-I-S-L-E-E-G-I-O-N. And I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I think I'm Cody McCann at C-O-D-Y-M-C-C-A-N-N <laughs> at Twitter. Thank you so much. Uh, follow us on Roast Mortem Cast at Twitter. Oh, God, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs>